The true Skarwal, a foul castle, hidden within the city of Corvosa, fiercest bulwark of the fearmonger Kassavon's forces. Inside lies our only hope of stopping him, and what is written in the cards is pain, suffering, and death. My name is Solaris Dane. I am a Hera reader from West Dock. I am also dead, and so the cursed castle of Skarwal has attempted to bind my spirit and damn me for all time. My friends, the heroes of Corvosa, have passed beyond Skarwal's gate and are hidden from my sight. Their worst fears and the unquiet dead await them. Kassavon's evil haunts this place, and I fear they will not survive. This is not my story, nor even the story of Corvosa. Rather, I can only pray it is not the end of our story, and that our heroes will return from this unholy place. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents Skeletons of Scarwall, a Curse of the Crimson Throne adventure. Episode 135. So yes, when last we left our heroes, you were in Scarwall. Um, you climbed up to the roof, or rather you flew up to the roof. Because um, of course. <laughs> where you found a couple of barbed devils, and the pain worm, the Clistard, uh, this giant bloated zombie Jabba the Hutt thing. Oh, Lucy charmed one of the devils. That's that's very on brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is she not a warlock? <laughs> and then people killed her because um, I think the determination was Elagos wouldn't let that stand. That's yeah. a long term concept. Yeah, you I weren't mean, just going to power around Skullwall. I feel, with, uh, I feel like my, my feelings have been adequately represented, represented probably by Adam. Mm. <laughs> uh, so you have slain this pain worm. It was a thing basically cursed by Casabon and kept alive in perpetual pain, and its death was a beautiful mercy to it. Cool. I added um, after we killed it that she did a prayer and spat some holy water on it. Awesome. Just in case. It's one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Just in this, case. This is a castle where you make sure yeah. it's this, this is one of the few things in Skywall that doesn't get back up again after you've kept it. I don't believe you. Yeah, it's, it's fair. <laughs> uh, so, I think that was about the end of that. Um, oh, and Castlevon's library, which I um, posted up on Discord. Yeah, I read that. That's yeah. cool. Here we go. Yeah, so basically up on the top floor, he's got a library. It had bloody blah content in it. Um, and his treasure hoard. That's the other one. Yes. yes. An actual dragon hoard. Like yeah, I think we were going to wait for Elagos to do that, weren't we? Uh, no, no, we I did that. I don't we know that it. it's um, poked all the things in it, but you certainly looted the hell out of it. We took almost all of it. So we drew this. Ah. <laughs> I made a rainbow pen. Dragon approved appro- appro- <laughs> this message. And I believe that that's about where we were. Um, so are we two acres or three acres down now? Oh, you are. Plus the skull, the demi-lich's gone, the pain one's gone, so that's at least two. Yes, and but you are planning on freeing the dragon, but have not yet done so. Because we wanted the Alacos here for that. Yay. Uh, by my count, it is now um, midday. From your point of view, it is midday-ish, day six. Oh, sweet. Teeth brushing time. Yay!
<laughs> and um, so we haven't we haven't let go of the anchor on the, on the dragon yet. Yeah. No, that was the. No, Belshazzar is there for freeing whenever pleases. Yeah, people, we figured you'd want to be there for that. Yes, and I believe that was pr- that was pretty much the next stop on the agenda on the basis that you might as well do three today. Yeah, the plan was assuming we made it downstairs without being attacked by wraiths and having horrible visions, we were going to go free the dragon and then rest. Yay! <laughs> I also caught forward that you know the trick we're using to um, unshackle uh, anchors from Castlevon. Mm-hmm. We can also do it from Castlevon's end. Ah, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So without a one, one anchor, we can just go in and fight him, and the first turn just go whack. There goes your last shackle. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I believe my ruling was that you can only break one at a time, as yeah. opposed to one spell will get rid of all of them. Oh, yeah, but one. Yeah, and more if you prepare enough spells, then you don't necessarily have to find the last thing in Skullwall. You can go break it, and then somewhere in Skullwall there'll be a very confused and sad-looking ghost going, I was important one. <laughs> oh, well, on to my eternal rest I go. Did we figure out anything about the eye? I'm trying to remember. You have not found it in Castle's board or his library, or anything remotely resembling it. There are several lovely jewels in here. None of them are radiating magic. So, I'm saying the past part of Coast Coast Castlevon, or somewhere in the castle we haven't found yet. There's still a lot of areas we haven't looked at yet. I'd be kind of inclined not to kill Castlevon until we have found it on the basis that he's a load-bearing boss. Uh, I would be happy. What does that mean, load-bearing? Well, oh. in a lot of vi- old mm-hmm. video games, when you finally kill the boss, the temple yet yeah, even starts to collapse. Oh, I see. So, so they call them a lot. So as a joke, they call them load-bearing bosses. He was holding up the ceiling. Uh, it's, it's not a D&D concept. It's a um, movie. Moving a gaming truck? Yeah. I've seen lots, like, you've undoubtedly seen the bad guy dies, the building falls apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in cartoons. Yeah. Cartoons do a lot. It's dramatic. It is. Yay, and I'm, I'm reasonably confident I have done that a couple of times <laughs> myself. So. I remember in the Savage Worlds campaign, we were in a, a, a temple yeah. there was, there was oh. a big gem. And so oh, did you get all sorts of new spells? Yeah, it was a good We absolutely, positively have to kill everything in the room. It's very phrasma. Death is your ally. I was actually going for, I want people to make ridiculous conjures so I can battle for polymorphism. Yeah, that. Breathe in Phrasma's breath. Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're going to you're going to call, you're going to damage that con and then you're going to melt all the more? Yes. That's all kinds of funny. <laughs> so what, turn them into a mouse or something? Yeah. Inside the class. my Octavian goal. <laughs> and then I'm going to give the cute little bunny to Silver and be like, you need to teach your mother the ways of the the good goodness. Well, <laughs> she's a bunny and can't kill you. you. Then the bunny eviscerates me, because yeah. that's what bunnies do. <laughs> yeah, but getting a few scratches you, you can handle. Yeah. 
Last time I touched a bunny, it was a misceration. I can do like a tortoise if you want it. We don't have to settle hey, with a bunny. She may fail her will save and get dropped to the intelligence of a bunny. Yeah. So she may die. But the GM is prepared to take um, a knowledge account or a knowledge religion question to answer um, some of your um, queries. Okay. Uh, both will give you more or less the same information. Okay, so but if you have skills in both, roll and both take the better. Okay. So, I've got a 20 in knowledge out there. And what about Lucy? Oh, right. I've got a 19 plus 15. I wouldn't worry about it. 29. 29 in knowledge religion. Lucy has a 6 in knowledge religion. Lucy is not as good as 19. Oh, 34, sorry. 34. So Lucy theorizes that the mirror and I might be some sort of magic object. Do you think a human could drink this? Um, Sorry, you were saying. Lucy theorizes <laughs> that the, the mirror eye might be a magic object of some kind. Alagos has several more. But <laughs> slightly more in depth of detail. Uh, so, you have... You don't know that Alagos has actually really um, probed or played extensively with the Howling Horn or Shrizzling, have you? Uh, yes, I did. I went and did it with, with uh, Seol and me both went and did it. You're quite right. You sat in his bone house and divine. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So you have seen how these things are working. Um, several of these bits of information you kind of already know. They're recursive objects, blah, blah. Yeah. Difficult to destroy, etc., etc. Um, one thing that you are definitely seeing as this goes on is that the more they are utilised, the more they bond with the person who owns them. Mm-hmm. Um, you have seen in this castle itself, Garin with the horn of his belt, reaching for it almost unconsciously sometimes. Silver is just sort of put shredling on, and is, yeah. is, but he's actively walking around with it on right now. <laughs> then he realises and takes it off. <laughs> yeah. and then puts it he back sneezes yeah. when he's looking at it and goes, oh, wait. <laughs> and no. then puts it on five minutes later. Yeah. The plus side to this is Silver now gets a bonus power from Shredwing. Oh, no. Which I have put on that um, that item sheet I made you. So as a plus five cloak of resistance, yeah. it also allows you to re-roll a fortitude save, a reflex save, and a will save once per day. Oh, good. Yikes. So hang on, my, my I have a cloak of resistance already. Am I wearing both, or is this overriding the other one? Uh, you get the better bonus of the two. Okay. Garen's um, one doesn't do anything else. Good. <laughs> I actually have a new shred wearing hat yet, have I? Uh, as far as I'm aware, you've been actively wearing it for the last yeah. few combats. You have. Okay. You have a, you have at least. Well, I'm saying, we put it on the dark room. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you haven't, what you haven't been doing is using the GM's fishy fishy, the special ability thing. Yeah. But you have been, like, because you sort of found yourself wearing it, and then yeah. kind of gone, oh, well, I guess uh, I'll so keep wearing it. you to keep it. wearing the plus five cloak, or the vampire trying to dominate your mind, and that yeah. sort of thing. And okay. Yeah, okay, cool. So sure, I don't want to be dominated. <laughs> so you haven't exactly gone all crazy, yeah. I'm going to use Shredwing as much as possible. Yeah. But, it's but you haven't resisted its little twice as well as yeah. Garen has. But I imagine it's one of those things that you sort of get up in the morning, you go, I shouldn't put this on. And then don't, and then sort of half an hour later, you're just like idly fastening it on without thinking about it, and then see how it was looking at you like, oh, I'm, I'm doing the thing. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll take it off in a minute. So that that is part of what Elvis is saying, is the more you call on it, the more power it will give you. 
And of course, there's no downside to that whatsoever. <coughs> <laughs> Probably not well lost us. Also, have you heard the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Because yeah. <laughs> uh, if you if you haven't, I can tell you some bad melodrama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here he is. Uh, so, this is from Casabon's library. Uh, Casabon has mutilated himself physically. He has torn yeah. off his horns, his eyes, his wings. This is the stuff that was on the disc? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the physical cost was almost unbearable, yet it taught me the nature of suffering. To think I thought the powers of a mere dragon were a gift. Yet still I'm closer to an outsider than a god. Mm-hmm. My body and soul fused as one and broken apart. So, an outsider in D&D terms, um, Algos knows their body and soul are the same thing. You kill the body, the soul effectively dissipates. Because um, it's how they work. Uh, that is sort of what Casabon has done to himself. He has merged his body and soul together and then broken them into parts, or broken them into parts and then merged them together. What you have are pieces of his horn and pieces of his wings, you also have pieces of his spirit in there. So, like, even his physical body is effectively a horcrux because his Very soul much. and his body are. Very much so. Okay. But he's yeah, he's and he's broken his physical body apart because yeah. the rest of his physical body no longer exists based on what was determined from Mandragius. They they killed it and they destroyed it, but they didn't destroy the horn, the wings. Uh, the ruby heart. Yeah, and you destroyed one of the Horcruxes. Yes. Um, that was your first mistake. <laughs> Sorry, Dumbledore. <laughs> what you have here in this castle, however, appears to be a fully sentient thinking and functioning part of Casabon. Uh, it is, in fact, the part of his spirit, the part that's... So Elvis' assessment is basically not that he just magically pulled the save out of his ass when Mandravius killed him, but this was already something that he planned for, um, and that that piece is attached to the mirror die. So the mirror die will either be in Kasavon, the spirit that is in this castle, or very close to him. It'll be somewhere in that room. Cool. In that case, so he basically is the mirror die. Very much so. Yeah. So either what will happen is you'll find a physical object in the room, or when you kill him, he will turn into something, or something will drop out, or coalesce, or something in that way. I'm so glad I rolled a 19 on that. (laughs) Yeah, well done, Alicos. Alright, so in that case, plan Garen is perfectly foreseeable. Today we break the dragon chain, tomorrow we break the castle bomb chain. And and as you well know... um, that obviously doesn't happen if you kill him while he is still spirit-anchored to these things. Yeah. Because nothing happened. Serenthal was free to act for a few moments, and yeah. then everything went back to the way it was. Yeah. I mean, it means that there'll be some kind of undead creature roaming around the castle no longer chained to Casabon. But, you know, if it comes after us, we'll fight it, and if not, we'll destroy the castle, and that should there's, take care of the problem. Uh, there's lots of those anyway, though. Yeah. The castle's basically full of hostile undead. What? My... If it didn't have some, there would be some attracted to it. Within it. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're on the shadow plane for crying out loud. <laughs> Undead love this place. I really were like, I'm just like, all those people who are like, let's walk into the evil castle that no one ever comes out of, and it's like, there's a reason you know. <laughs> well, they are. Well, it could be full of fabulous treasure. They are adventurous. Oh, that's just old wives' tales, the set and death. I mean, it, it, tragically, um, 
Very, very few giant treasures are in rustic seamage cottages that do a good bed and breakfast. <laughs> wow, that they, sounds like Elagros is like ideal life. Uh, I was about to say, and those that do have epic level wizards living now, they're inspiring the GM to write a new one. So we know that we have useful information. And our plan now is to endeavor to go back downstairs and free a drake. Yay! Let's see if we make it all the way back downstairs. <laughs> yeah. So, that is more or less the upper fall done at this point. Oh, yeah. Can I ask? Yes. Did you guys do anybody's flashback while I was away? No. Okay. Uh, obviously not yours for fear. Yeah, I think, but there was also... Garans. Yeah. We haven't done Garans. That's why I keep saying as... We've got two flashbacks <laughs> and very little plots, so I'm kind of expecting we won't make it all the way down the stairs. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 can't do it because he's being creative. <laughs> Karen's like, need to fight the boss, need to fight the boss before he comes up. So, as you fly out... I know, I apologise, I didn't mean to make, you, uh, make that face. <laughs> you fly out over these spikes over the edge. Uh, I think this has happened already. Um, for Meredith's benefit, uh, there are a bunch of gargoyles in this castle as well. Yeah. Uh, they have seen silver and are doing their very best impersonation of stone statues. There's lots of gargoyles around the place. And silver, well, wrote, so silver rolled an intimidate check and the gargoyles decided that they were stone Actually, statues. Actually, I just assumed that he was like, behold, the cloak of Castle of Honor. No, I don't want to mess with that. No, it's actually funnier than that because like, my natural, my natural roll 10 is, is what's doing it. Oh, like, wow. I'm passively doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so roll so the passive intimidate was basically nobody sees a gargoyle. People fail at the separate check. Nobody sees a gargoyle look into the room, look at you guys and go, we want any piece of this, Bob? Uh, no. no. <laughs> we are the statuiest statues. <laughs> uh, and then Silver rolled a knowledge nature check and it's like, yep, those are totally not gargoyles, they're just statues. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's entirely possible that Alagos has the perception to verify that they are, in fact, gargoyles, living creatures and not statues. But you probably don't care. Like, no. You probably have no incentive to murder them just for the sheer hell of doing it. Gargoyles aren't like hellish. No, I believe no. they're neutral by nature. Uh, I believe that they're evil by nature, but you know they're not—they're just regular monster evil. Well, if they're just living their best life, the castle, <laughs> castle, let's leave them there. Okay, so you fly, climb, and climb the back now over the spikes. Down you go, and at this point, you can go hog wild and fly around the front of the castle. Uh, there is something to be seen here. Give me a perception check. Eight. Thirty-five. Four. Twenty. Wow, you've got half of Karen's roll. Yeah. My perception's only one. You're like, look at those pretty statues. No, actually, no, no, it's not four, it's three, because I've got a zero. Wow. Okay. Real good workmanship on those statues. <laughs> so, as you were, as you were basically flying over here back round, um, probably back to the front of the castle at this point, it's gonna be the easiest way to get back to where you wanna go. Yep, sounds like that. Um, Elagos <laughs> sees there's the, the sun here in Skullwall, the sort of hazy twilight pouring down. And you see it reflect off the water, and beneath the water you see an enormous shadow go, Swim. It's not coming anywhere near you or threatening you in any meaningful way. 
But there is some sort of gigantic sea creature living out in the, in the big boat. Can I make another nature check? Yeah, if you want to. It's in there, Paragon. Oh, cool. So that's 28. Okay. Uh, based on what you can see of the shadow, despite the fact the GM is doing this, it's, it's not a Loch Ness monster. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just it, a watery. It thing. looks like a giant worm of some kind. It's clearly an aquatic creature because it can hold its breath and live under there. Uh, what it is is something big, strong, and uh, certainly a potential anchor. Yeah. You see no signs of the residual magic that you are looking for. Casabon has not anchored it yet, but he could. Like it's a a valid target. It's a valid and useful target for it. Okay. Hmm. Hark, Gadlet! An immense worm. An immense worm. <laughs> yes. And it, it just more or less ignores you doing this because you're. I point to the big dark wormy underwater shadow. Man, haven't we had enough worms for one day? <laughs> oh, for one day, certainly. Hopefully we don't need to kill that thing. Well, I like the plan where we kill Casablanca and then we don't have to kill any more other monsters. Alright. Let's hope when we're running our, for our lives back to the portal out of here that it doesn't decide to rear itself in the head. Well, if it does, then we'll, you know, teleport. Alright. <laughs> or awesome. go, go intangible or fly away or things. Portal's gone. You need to plane shift out of here? Oh yes, that's right. No, that's right. One could always do with a few more gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just get you a dragon sword? By the way, we don't have any carrying capacity anymore. <laughs> Lucindrill's marvellous teleporting spell. Yeah, I believe it expressly puts the money in your pockets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we had to leave all the copper pieces on the floor. All those. It was that or leave the library behind. Or leave the dead body that we're going to bury behind. Wow. Ironically, the poorest person in the area might now be casting off. <laughs> <laughs> we rocked and flies. No, but it's because... I've now twice seen Lucinda yep. do it, and I think she's created her own specific teleport spell yep. that generates oh, God, I just realised. Tolbooth. We've, we've, yeah. we've actually just insulted Casavon, because now he has a dragon horde of copper coins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he's got a horde of something. That was a great special expression. <laughs> To a dragon that is, it, it would be hard to just to steal the entire world. It's even more on the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. We, we, we took the good bits of your horn. We left this. This is all you were worth, dragon. This was unworthy of stealing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be a direct insult to a dragon. Well, also, they're not generally well about you stealing that one. Only the weakest of the weak sleep upon copper. Only I was on. sleeping on platinum and gold for these fuckers Well, that's why he's weak, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a real dragon would have been able to stop, like, I mean, he's all, you know, now I'm immortal and I don't have real dragon powers, but if a regular dragon was in this castle, he would totally have been able to stop us thinking of stuff. That's why <laughs> dragons have the ability Horner's Eye, which gives them a plus five bonus to their perception. <laughs> 
So they notice when people steal their horn. Well, that's also why the majority of dragons don't turn themselves into creepy undead monstrosities who are changing a specific location. (laughs) Interestingly, um, the that that was the word I came up the other day. That like the spirit shard of Castle Vaughn that is here is in the form of a human. It hasn't done anything like or look like a dragon in any way. Possibly he made it while he was polymorph. Very likely. Because mm-hmm. he went around Scarlet and human. Yeah. But, but also possibly if we, um, were using Rary's telepathic bond, which hell no, on him we wouldn't see a dragon. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Elagor still looks like a dragon yeah. because that's who he really is. What Maybe. does Castle Bond look like in his own We're head? practically already in a telepathic bond with Castle Bond. That's true. Like, we don't need any spells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What we need is the telepathic bond that sh- the, tel- the, the magic spell that shuts him up. <laughs> yeah, speaking of telepathic bond, um, I actually think it is probably worth activating at this point if we're going to do Belshalam because we all have to be very coordinated. Yeah, yeah that makes good sense. Rary's telepathic bane hammer. Also, I've missed just being able to talk to each other. Yes. You have Leori with you at the moment. Um, you can keep her or trade her out for Seol as you please. Uh, both of them have, have to prepared to dispel evils for this purpose. Seol also has anti-magic fields. Well, we only we need one. We only need one spell because Elagos can do the other one. Correct. Yeah. So let's and we've just keep with us. Leori with us. So let's just keep well, going. The other with thing Leori. is just whether or not Seol wants to Also, has Leori been in telepathic bond with us? No, I don't think either of them have been in a telepathic bond with you because no. I certainly have no regulation of doing. No, because the telepathic bond was um, when we were still in the academy. Yeah. Yeah. So as we're going, because it's a long-lasting spell, it's going to last for the rest of the day, or yeah. cast so, it. So you, in fact, don't point and shout, Gatling's a worm. You point in people's heads and shout, Gatling's a worm. Yeah. <laughs> and the worm's just This giant dragon in the Uri's head says, Hark, Gatling's a worm. <laughs> Okay. I'm hoping you talked to Leori before this. Yeah. <laughs> what does Leori Well, I might have think she, she uh, like, Elagos would almost certainly verbalise, I'm going to cast a yeah, yeah. spell. Yeah, we, 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 okay, we don't need to so do it on screen. No. We yeah. know what the spell yeah. does, but we explain it to Leori yeah. and she presumably agrees. Because she's had enough people doing secret things behind her back. Or yeah, she presumably she'd like being able to. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she doesn't agree, we'll come up with a different yeah. plan, huh? Yeah. Or we'll just have it between us and hmm. talk to her when needed. Does she agree to it? She yeah, yeah, she's got no... What does her, sure. her, her brain self look like? That's what I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a look at Leori. Because she is going through a religious um, thingy at the moment, so she may be slightly different than you. Okay, so other people look... Unless you feel you have been changed substantively by Scarwall, like what they do. I have. <laughs> Does the silver look different? Yeah. How, how does Silver's it... wearing straight wing now rather than having on his lamp. And also Silver stops singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shadow Jack is noticeably bigger and scarier. The dragon, the big dragon and the, the, the bright emerald eyes eyeing you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Garen's armor looks um, a bit dirty. Oh, tarnished. Yes, oh. Not quite tarnished, but it does need a good scrub. <laughs> the dragon just looks like it's gone from I'm a calm big dragon to I'm a kind of pissed off dragon. Yeah. It's like a more threatening. <laughs> Actually, I can imagine 
It looks exactly the same, except for that eye twitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking more like the, instead of the wings being sort of wrapped down, the wings are kind of uh, unfurled, the dragon's kind of in more oh. of an attack posture. So yeah. like, like it, when a cat's been spooked and it goes yeah, yeah. yeah, only it's more impressive when a dragon does it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you anything, Jack? Um, so I described last time that it's yeah, yeah. sort of the like, like um, pretty colourful Jack, and then the, the casting a shadow of sh- uh, Shadow Jack with the knives yeah. and things. Um, shadow Jack is noticeably bigger, and um, yeah. the eyes basically sort of dripping shadowy blood. No, but the Shadow Jack is noticeably bigger and more, more, more wielding the knives more threateningly. Uh, and Lucy, I think I'll. I don't know whether you would agree with this or not, but she's not here, so... Um, I think, if anything, based on how her vision came out, Lucy actually looks more confident, you know, a little taller, a little a little more highborn, a little haughtier, and she is crackling with arcane power. There's that sort of hum in the air, like electricity about it. Yeah, that sounds right, right? Uh, Leori, on the other hand... Um, Le- normal Leori is actually... For an elf, she is pretty beefy, by which I mean she weighs, you know, a horrifying, like, 70 kilograms or something. Yeah, <laughs> so fat for a woman on TV. Um, but, you know, the real version has big, strong muscles. Not quite broad shoulders, it doesn't fit with the elf thing, but she's built and she's tough. Um, the version in her head looks smaller and younger she is a young girl that looks the, the human equivalent of about 14, certainly no older than that. Um, she is dressed in just a plain black robe that clings to her form, yet barely shows it off, unlike the regular sort of black leather cat sort of thing she's got going on. Um, she looks far more vulnerable in her own head. And she is wrapped in thorns and roses all around her arms, around her neck, just sort of growing from nowhere in particular, making a sort of lattice around her. All the thorns are turned inward, and all the roses are facing outwards. At first glance, it actually looks really lovely. You know, she's at one with nature, and she looks uh, beautiful and shaleny and all the rest of me. Like, why? But why do all the thorns go inwards? Just, just by coincidence. Um, further to that, however, uh, the bottom of this plant, it is just kind of rooted into ether space. The bottom of the plant that is surrounding her, the cage of thorns, looks like it is decaying. It looks like it has been burnt or heavily exposed. If you've seen a plant wilting in sunlight, <laughs> at the roots of it, it is decaying. <laughs> Can you evil wheat? Oh! Whoa! Hey! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> See, huh. this is what we were talking about. So it really wasn't just a big fat lie. I mean, not that it would have been, but. I mean, it could have been, but. Hmm. Right now, I'm trying to look down at the players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Staring over your face. The dragon hops with some smoke. No, indeed. Not alive. So we can just talk in our heads like this? And she gesticulates round and 
the cage of thorns around her moves with her. It doesn't seem to cut into her or discomfort her in any way. Indeed, she doesn't seem to be all that aware of it, but then you guys are not um, terribly aware of what you look like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. It was really great during the breaching because we could, you know, make pl- plans and stuff. Cool. So what we think of comes through. There's a narrow eyes and nothing happens. Yeah. You have to sort of think it out loud. Like a purple elephant. Yeah, like a purple elephant. <laughs> 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 purple elephant appears and then disappears. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thy private thoughts are not on display. Merely those thy chooseth to share with uh, one's gadlings. So why do you look like a dragon then? <clears throat> this is my image of my true self. Oh, it's the metaphor. Except for this is what he would have looked like back when he was a dragon. I can see, yeah, I, I can see that. It's cool, isn't it? Kind of. Uh, Tis not what one looks like, but what one thinks one looks like. I like the knives, she says to Jack. <laughs> Jack looks up slightly bewildered. <laughs> so, uh, what do I look like? Um. <laughs> That's the thing. A freak. Just silver very quietly. Does, 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 does she hear that? Yes. Um, it is it is sotto voiced, but not so... It, it is sotto voiced intended to be heard. Oh, that's a problem we should warn you about. Um, you can hear Castle Von in here too, because these so guys have... Yeah, uh, because these guys have artifacts, so sometimes what sounds like Silver and Garen talking isn't Silver and Garen talking. Alright. It's, it's a But... I, I know it's horrible, but we're all kind of used to Castle Von butting in on our private stuff since we've been here. This is just more of that. You look, I guess, like yourself, but younger? You look like a more conservative version of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do I change it? Change thy thoughts. She, she, you see this, like, screw up her face and go, and nothing happens <laughs> because it's it's not a matter of changing what she's thinking about at this moment. Yeah, it's yeah, a matter yeah. of changing her own residual self-image. Yeah, yeah. But she certainly strains... Did it work? Yes. No. Oh. No, but you look like you're in the process of changing at some point. Stupid hard work. Okay. You'll get there. Well, cool as this is, I suppose we have more things to break. Yep. We're not done breaking the castle yet. Tis not a spell to goggle upon thy friend's images, but to communicate effectively in war. Also to tell one of your friends is a dragon. Yeah. (laughs) A fascinating side effect. (laughs) Because Leori has no subtlety. Because I can't... 
Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know if you caught that or not. So, so. Yeah, I, I caught a glimpse. What, what was going oh, on? Oh, my analysis does not to goggle upon thine, thine friend's form. She sort of Looks over at Silver, <laughs> like checks, checks out his ass. Because, <laughs> you know, I imagine Silver's self-image looks very responsive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would be, like, even hotter than the reality. Because yeah. the thing was, the description was he was sitting on, a, he was sitting on like, a chair playing an instrument and yeah. singing sadly about his yeah. family. Yeah. 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 Yeah, singing singing about how he wants his mother to yeah. love him again, and at the moment yeah. he's quiet. But like, he's still there. He's still silver. He's still attractive. He's still he's just lounging on the chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably draw me like your French girl style. Yeah, well, I I, I kind of very much imagine it's that um, it's the Anatana. Yeah, it's it's that thing. If if you ever go to an alternate universe, the mm. the, the the female characters are all kind of sluttier and that sort of thing. Yeah. So imagine it's silver, but just kind of with that one extra button unbuttoned and the yeah. particularly it's, tight it's pants. The, it's the coated silver. It's the coated silver. 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 <laughs> I, I would have gone with the bowie silver. Yeah, yeah, but silver bowie. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, now I pictured that, and now I can't make it stop. The problem is, you know how I said not for goggling. <laughs> Jack is not goggling at anyone going how attractive they are, except for the dragon. <laughs> and in all fairness, it's an awesome dragon. Yes. Dragons yes. are awesome. This it's is, is Leori's not super subtle at the best of times, and the version in her head is actually less socially competent, so yeah. instead of just kind of quietly going, it's very much the... Silver's <laughs> <laughs> not fine with it. Silver doesn't even notice anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Silver tanked his perception yeah. <laughs> For you, checking me out was the finest experience you had in Scarborough. For me, it was and Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Albeit Tuesday in Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we were attacked by undead abominations, and then we went to bed and had nightmares. It was Tuesday. <laughs> So you fly downstairs and roll towards um, the kennels and the stables where Bel Shalom was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So down in the kennels, uh, now Bel Shalom has expressly asked you not to tell him exactly what you're doing because he's worried that he'll be compelled to try and stop you if he yeah. understands it well enough. Yeah. So when you roll in there. Um, once again, he is out of sight lurking in the shadows, and as soon as you come in, the shadows would coalesce into the black dragon. Not real dragon. Yeah. yeah, he gets a piece that Sabrina doesn't. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> important character. NPC number three gets a piece that Sabrina Although, doesn't. fascinatingly, the, the giant pain worm doesn't despite the fact that there's basically no way you cannot um, end up slugging it out with it. Mm. But it doesn't get a mini. I, I presume it's probably because it's too big. It's going actually. Yeah? Yeah. So it's bigger than us? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes, bigger size, though. So Bel Shalom will appear out of the shadows and raise his head. As you're back. Is it time for more conversation or something else? So I kind of imagined um, we're having a conversation in yeah, our heads yeah, about yeah. when exactly to, to set up the thing, 
And in the meantime, we're just like chatting casually to him. Like, oh, we're yeah, just yeah, come yeah, visiting. Fair enough. Yeah, no, no, we just want to talk. Let's talk about the weather. What's it like every day in Skullfall? And and so- something like, ah, young Silver, I do not believe thou hast told uh, Belshalem of the amusing tale thy related to me yesterday. Or the other week, you know. In my very clumsy, let's do this thing. Yeah, you're distracted. Well, I could certainly use a laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so you are saying it's the bad. Yeah. So do you want me to roll the performance? Um, performance distraction? Not just at this stage. Yeah. I'll get what's... Um, happening here and then I'll get all the yeah, rolls I, and all I kind of figure we're about to cast some spells mm-hmm. and Silver could kind of buy us a few seconds of yeah. not noticing we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the basic idea is that you have um, at least a round of this because in whatever order you please, um, Elagos or Leori is going to cast Dispel Evil. Yeah. Basically snap one end of, snap the chain off Belshalam. Um, then effectively dismiss the spell and the moment that happens the other one is going to cast the other dispel so as the two try and join the connection breaks so you'll have to have at least a round one to cast one to dismiss yeah and because you've got the psychic link happening you can keep your timing just pitch a perfect on this yeah second elegos thinks now leori goes now or whatever yeah so i'm ready to cast dispel evil i figure we'll, we'll go into um silver distracting yeah, yeah, I'm good at distracting. What about the others? <laughs> Garen's between the spellcasters and the dragon, ready to run interference. I approve of this mission. <laughs> um, can I um, you, provide a circumstance bonus to Silver's distraction with the uh, perform street magician? Absolutely. Belshalam <laughs> would love to see <laughs> Oh that. yeah, this is what it looks like. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she doesn't even know the story. She's just making it up as she goes. <laughs> I would be surprised if you were just making it up. And now I will tell the story through a interpretive dance. <laughs> okay, so... I bet you're like, wow, it would have been more natural if I just told the story without that really clumsy, obviously, fake introduction, Alec. Yeah. I'm picturing you the fake yeah, introduction in your head. You I, want use, I want to use one of my fireworks to, um, because I've been carrying <laughs> to, no, no, to make I'm bad enough, but I think I'm good at it, so I'm like, you know, la la la, the story. Like, oh. Yeah, because you need to cue Belshalam into this, because yeah. otherwise... He's going to look at you as you all just stand there in silence looking at him for yeah. a minute and a half. He's going to go, this is suspicious. Crap, you're trying to break the chain. Now I'm forced to kill you, whether I want to or not. Yeah. I, I just love that introduction. Friend Silver, tell our friend Dragon the story you told me. <laughs> yeah. Zero block. <laughs> Zero block points. That's fine. I'm making up for all of us. Stab. Stab. <laughs> I'll make up for all of us with my bluff. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to feel that I've been playing this character accurately with my zero block. Yeah, yeah. I think we can all, we can all um, I, as someone whose other character has zero bluff, I relate to them. And, and someone... now it's time to tell a lie. <laughs> 
Look at my honest open face. Yeah. Uh, honest open, slightly thick face. <laughs> so both Yaliori and Elagos are going to have to be up, um, literally standing next to Belshalam because it is a touch range spell. They're going to yeah. have to put hands on him to do this. Yeah. And the reason I'm establishing this is because stuff's going to happen as soon as you start doing it. I do have spectral hands, but I don't know that I can cast spectral hand with no one noticing. Uh, not with no one noticing, but it doesn't matter whether he notices or not. Yeah. Um, it's a question of enough calls, because Belshalem doesn't know what you're going to do. He knows that you are looking at options. He knows yeah. that you say you have a way of doing it, yeah. but he expressly doesn't want oh, to know okay. what involves. So, so you can do this with spectral hands. I'm, I'm going to stand next to Jack and be like, look, I'm helping <laughs> with the illusion, <laughs> spectral <laughs> hands. Yeah. So it says, I felt like everyone was pointing at me. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Uh, I didn't actually catch what story you're telling. I don't know if I would I, fit into the, story the other it. day. I will make it work. I think yeah. we're just waiting for Susan to make some up, and then we'll desperately try to like go along. So yeah. you three are sort of back at, yeah. uh, against the wall doing your stage show, effectively. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so happy I finally found a use for one of these fireworks. Well, I'm so happy I'm using spiritual. We'll have to be up on Belshazzar. What yeah. about you, Gar? Uh, I said that I was in between the spellcasters and the dragon. Cool, sorry I didn't catch that. Yeah. All good. I've got where everyone is in my head. Oh, yeah. So, tell me more. Tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. Did she get very far? <laughs> <laughs> it was two months ago. I think it was two months ago. It might have been six months ago now. I'm not sure. Time passes a little strangely in here. We, uh, it was, what was the name of that festival? It was one that was very recent that had fireworks. I don't know what it was called. Call it the fireworks festival. <laughs> okay, I'll make up a, fire, yeah. a fireworks festival. And... The Day of Ascension? It, it, like you, it, um, I think that's what it was called. I think it was the Founders Day or something. Yeah, yeah no, it was Founders Day. Yeah, the Founders Day. Oh, I found this day. I was drinking, basically, wasn't it? Um, oh, sorry, my brain's going. All right, just cool. maybe just take a moment, take a deep breath, and start again. So we just go around the well, table. Also, you can paraphrase. You don't have to do it in character. Yeah, yeah. And so, literally, as Silver is expounding this, um, he hears a voice in his head because uh, Leori is talking to Ellen. And she says, "So we can just go. We can just go whenever." Wow, it feels really rude to be talking over the top of it like <laughs> And yet, useful. <laughs> I'm just amused for the concept. Like, we're going to have a psychic conversation, but it's out loud because he can hear it as well. We're really trying to talk. Uh, uh, Jacqueline, might thou coach me in these hand movements as I like try to look like I'm participating? Yeah. It's the natural puppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't notice me. Yeah. I'm just a dwarf. I'm part of the furniture. Don't notice me. Yeah, no. One thing everyone says about giant paladin dwarves <laughs> clank a lot is that they're really inconspicuous. Just part of the furniture. All right, so. A kind of big, big dramatic. Like, throw your arms out. Ah! Yeah, like that. <laughs> the dragon goes <laughs> on tight legs. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to um, just paraphrase what the story that Silver's telling? 
Yeah, I think that the story is is kind of Founders Day, and there was that sword fight tournament thing that we had, and had all the different people fighting. And I think he'll he'll just he'll describe a, a couple of the fights and some of the more interesting fights. And dramatic detail. Yeah, and, and like I'll, I'll have a, a, a an image which is which has got like two of the characters fighting and. Sh- sh- Oh, when, 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 Jack, when Jack comes out, a whole bunch of fireworks go up to fight up. And you have these amazing illusions of people fighting each other yeah. and tell fireworks. Them, and... Tell them the part where the um, swordmaster tells off the queen. No, yeah, actually, yeah, because that sounds like Hasselbon, so you'll probably get a little bit of a kick out of yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, Silver will tell them about that and be like, by the way... <laughs> Please don't go after the queen after this, but this is the this is the background. This is why it's really funny. Blah 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 blah. Um, and 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 kind of parallel like like up up the the yeah. excitement of things because some and of the things are already like all right okay now in a minute I'm gonna draw, I'm gonna set off the firework. That's when you cast the special hand. <laughs> I, uh, I say till then I am a fluid street illusionist doing <laughs> illusiony things. Because yeah, I think the idea is the hand I have no illusion spells in this film. The, the hand is the doing show. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, all right. You hear this kind of you, you hear, like, my really sad monologue of, look at me, I'm the thing. Look at me, I'm the thing. Does Owen else have stage fright? <laughs> it's, it's more that he just doesn't have Lockheim pretending to be someone else yeah, in his head, so he's all like, yes, I am an illusionist. I automatically make the circumstance check to assist you at this. I have nine armor ranks and scrutinization. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to do song, wind, dance, or just performance? Performance. Combination performance art. It is a combination performance art. Okay, so how do I do that? Is uh, that it's your highest performer plus two. Oh, okay. So that's, using that's... multiple performances here, and then another two for Jack assisting you. Okay, cool, cool. And then minus 40 for Ellie. Uh, so I've got a natural 10, uh, plus 20 is 30, plus 2 is 32. Plus, um, plus 2 is 34. Yeah. If I'm dancing, I can, I can add yeah, bonuses to my side. If you just declare that you're not doing it very well and don't Actually, fall, you I'll get, probably you be joining in with my side, so um, that yeah. bonus was... I, the, I actually yeah, like also another quite couple of a number of things. So, it's nice when I can show off how much plus the two is thirty-six. I'm just happy to successfully do it every time. I successfully do a strict relationship yeah. because I have performing bear. Okay. Yeah. So, so you are performing. <laughs> Belshalam opposes this with his sense motive, as he yeah. is. Uh, he, he's not, in fact, watching you suspiciously, but if he gets the impression this is a fake out, yeah. then he will go, mm, what are you up to? Mm, I'm looking unclear. As it is, he just stands there happily going, yes, more. <laughs> Can you tell me more of this day? You know, I must know who won this tournament. <laughs> um, wow. I, I, read a, I read a short story about a guy who couldn't read, who kept taking people prisoner to read him books. <laughs> Um, and I get the impression that where the circumstance is different, Valshalam would actually be like, yes, Silver, you're now my personal entertainer for the rest of the <laughs> Okay, so elsewhere in the castle, you have always had this impression in Skullwall of that, the hair on the back of your neck going up like someone is watching you all the time. You're still feeling it now, you obviously know where it's coming. It feels like that within the telepathic link as well, like some part of Castlebon is lurking in here watching you, sort of eavesdropping on the conversations to some extent. It doesn't seem to indicate that he knows exactly what you're doing all the time, or he um, 
disrupt you better, essentially. Well, it's suspicious because we're having fun. Yeah, but but <laughs> as it is, to have fun. yeah. At this point, you have the feeling like shadow working in your head is listening intently, eavesdropping, like something is trying to burrow into your mind Ooh. to work out what is happening here. So, uh, because you are all telepathically linked here, um, you are making one will save. You are making a will save. Um, sorry. Okay. You have the sensation like someone is trying to forcibly eavesdrop on your mind, essentially read your telepathic bomb, work out what's happening here. Um, Jack and Elagos, uh, and Leori for that matter, all get a will save. The highest one takes it. You don't have to succeed separately because either he can read the link or he can't. Um, separately, Garin and Silver, you both need to make me a will save as well. Um, your one doesn't count for the highest link. Only bad things can happen from you failing this. Okay. You cannot help, you can only hit. Okay. Alright. Is this a spell like ability? Uh, yes, I suppose it is, because you are working within the confines yeah. of the spell. I assume yeah. it's not an enchantment. No, if, yeah. if, if it was anything, it would be um, divination. That's 24 one. enough. 27. Hang on, one, one thing at a time. Well, yeah. Leori's on 21, so she's... Uh, thir- 31. Okay. 29. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all pretty good rocks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Are they enough? Uh, I, I don't think so. She's... I, I can if you want. I don't think she's, she's going to do better. She's Jess's better. birthday sufficient. Yeah. Okay, so you have that sensation of someone pressing against your mind. And you actively <coughs> see in the dream... Both Garin and sorry, the the, uh, the psychic link. Both Garin and Silver are sort of leaning forward in anticipation. Like everyone is probably to some extent. We're getting psyched. We're getting ready. They're leaning in and staring around the group at what's mm-hmm. happening here. Uh, you both succeed in your will save. Yes. Yay! How much did I succeed by? I'm curious. And whopping three. Shrewdbring <gasps> saved my ass. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> very. <laughs> This does not help you. That's um, hilarious. This does not help you resist. This does, you do not help um, put up a will save to resist Casablanca. Yeah. If anything, the will save you're putting up is to stop yourselves eavesdropping on the conversation. Yeah, it's and probably me on. stopping Casablanca from listening. Yeah. like me physically stopping. Yeah. It. So, so Silver and Garen are not aware they are doing this. They feel the presence of someone listening in and try and push it out. Everyone tries, and Jack, you feel your mind solidify. And around the edges of this bomb, because I imagine you're all just kind of like in a vaguely illuminated circle. Well, I kind of imagine I'm this big um, dragon, and I kind of imagine everyone's sort of around or underneath me. Yeah. Because mm. I'm the one casting the spell, Makes so sense. I'm yeah. kind of. And you are the circle. Yeah, I'm the circle. So, Jack, what goes up around this? It's your head projecting a, a wall or a barrier or something in that neighborhood. Okay. That's awesome because she's totally doing illusions. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's um, a whole bunch of... Uh, it's like Jack's cast mirror image, but instead of them all centering on Jack, there are a whole bunch of colorful Jacks, but with knives, <laughs> spinning round the circle and stabbing out into the darkness. That's awesome. Nice. Okay. So, Very raven of you. Uh, is not aware you were going to do this. Castle Bond is not aware you were going to do this. Yay! Uh, which ever one of Alagos 
and Liori is going first goes first. The only slight difference is if like one of them dies in the intervening round. Well, I was wondering about Liori because Elagos has got the six feet yeah. in hand. I don't know if Liori's going to sensibly get out of melee range at the point well, that she's cast the or spell. Or if I go first, I'm more subtle because I've got a little spectral hand where she's going to... She, she actually doesn't have the option. Right. It's very much a surprise round to spell evil. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Then it doesn't make any difference. Alright, let's go with that. The only difference it makes is if Belshalam manages to kill Elagos in the intervening like, round, which doesn't seem massively likely. And don't forget, Garen's in between the dragon yeah. and the casters. Well, Lori has to be in touch range to cast the spell. You can be standing next to her, next to the dragon, but you can't be standing between her and the dragon. But you, you can be standing between me and the dragon. Yeah. Okay, so I'm casting Dispel Evil via um, Spectral Hand. Yep. So at this point, the hand is gesticulated away and then suddenly floats over and touches Belshazzar. I kind of there's a big fireworks display and the hand goes tap. Boom. Boom. Jacqueline Lewis. Yeah, the hand flies into it. In a telepathic bond, you definitely get the air that Jack feels like she should probably have done this at the actual sort of writing. <laughs> Her entrance was really lacking. You actually see like, oh, some fireworks. He is listening to Silver, sort of glances vaguely down as the hand taps him, um, almost ignores it because it's not harming him in any fashion, so he's just not that invested, totally poking with his spectral hand. And then a moment later, sort of double takes, looks at it, and... I... I feel... No! And as he says this, his voice echoes, and a voice echoes from inside your heads as well, and then echoing around from the walls of Scarwall itself, three simultaneous... No's! (laughs) (laughs) Belshalam begins to rear his head back. Uh, And at this point, uh, we go to... A very short initiative list. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want me to do an the initiative chart? Uh, I actually wonder to, if we just count off yeah, the highest to be highest honest, this the, stage, the only ones I probably want to know are, um, Belshalam and, um, Leori and Elagos. Okay, yeah. let's yeah, do the three. We'll just try and survive the round, and if yeah. we do, it's all good. We won. Belshalam will rear his head back as surprise round out so surprise round out is also dispelled. Yeah, please um, Regular round. Regular round. Uh, he is actually not all that fast. Yes. <laughs> um, he rears his head back and begins to breathe in and the shadows seem to gather from around him and coalesce in his mouth. He is preparing to breathe whatever horrible negative energy death he puts out upon you. Yep. Uh, and then we go to uh, what was your on this? Uh, so I rolled 18 so okay, yeah, 21. So, yeah, but it doesn't matter actually because you really already then um, belch alarm. So he prepares to blast you. Yeah. Leori, you can feel her waiting in your mind. Ready? Yep. And your standard action comes up. <coughs> Dismiss the spell evil. Yep. And dispel evil. Or rather, more specifically, 
ready in action to dispel it when we already are ready to. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's ready, ready, ready now. And she, given that this is Leori, just it doesn't so much touch Belsalam as just slaps him, like, just yeah. smashes her hand into his armor, yeah, which, yeah. in all fairness, is going to do nothing. To him. Yeah, yeah. You know, but she doesn't just tap him. She bang, bang lashes out and basically smacks him with a palm strike. To be honest, the adrenaline would do that to you anyway. Yeah. yeah. And you feel it, Elagross, in your head, the energy and the magic. You are holding something at bay with your Dispel Evil, this dark hand that is leaning over your shoulder, waiting to seize the hope when you let it go. I kind of imagine, like, in the mind link, like... The dragon has this big sort of weird um, darkness in its jaws, and it's kind yeah. of like... And the darkness sort of forming into a draconic claw yeah, that's and reaching, sort of out, reaching the out of, of the your mouth as you yeah. sort of hold onto the wrist and yeah. try and pull it back. Yeah, yeah, that's a very dramatic image. And Leori, in reality, smashes her palm into Belshalan. In the dream, weaves her arms and prepares something... Yeah. And then Elagos lets go. Yeah. And the shadow rips forward just as she yeah. opens her hands and blasts Elagos full force in the face with what appears to be like a magician's trick. Her hand opens and this burst of golden light spike chains that look like sunbeams go up into his face, into his mouth, out the other side. This yeah. doesn't harm you no. in any way. It, it might be. Ah, you blink, but that's about it. Yep. And they burst around the shadow as it reaches out towards the center of the circle, grab it, pull it back out of Elagos's head, and there is a snap noise of a chain shattering. As that shadow is pulled out of Elagos's mouth, back into the, the void beyond the telepathic connection and a shattering sound and Belshalam out in reality goes <gasps> you see negative energy, death and shadows gathering his mouth and then <gasps> breathes out slowly and this wisp flies across rocks one of the timber beams and a bit falls to the ground <laughs> I I am I am free! <laughs> and flexes his wings and snaps them back together with a thundercrack a few times and breathes shadows well up into the ceiling. They are indeed negative energy. Yeah, yeah. Quick, tell us, quick, let's test it. Tell us something about the curse. I... I have been bound to Casavon, the fearmonger. Since his spirit came before me and slew me as I sought to loot this castle. He says, making slight mouthy gestures and apparently nothing is restraining him from doing this whatsoever. As I came, I found this place a, a bubble, a pustule on the realm of shadow. It is a part of that plane tucked away into its very corners. It's own reality within the plane of shadow. I can pass easily through such things, so I entered. But I was defeated and chained, and I could not leave. I could, I could feel him in the back of my mind. 
He must fight to lay this curse. He must ensnare you and felt as though my spirit were being drained away by his chains. They passed straight through my flesh and snagged and, uh, my Jack, heart. Jack shivers and winces. Yep, just like that. Exactly what happened to Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack doesn't have to imagine what that might feel like. But now thou art free to flee this normal place. I could... I could go beyond to the hills. The Casabon realized I needed to hunt, to feed, to live on old cow. I could have fresh cow. I could have horse. (laughs) (laughs) I could go anywhere. And he will literally sort of turn and spring up towards the the walls of the kennel and then kind of stop himself visibly. Turn back around. Whenever I have tried this, I have felt a compulsion as hard as any I am to not leave. There's nothing there. I am free. Thou couldst eat an elephant. I do not want, know what this elephant is, but I want to taste it. But <laughs> 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 I'm unfamiliar with it. Well, the oh, idea is, you know, you have cow, <laughs> you have horse, <laughs> you have elephants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a vibe that this is not a taste. This is not. A, this is not a thing that Elegos is unfamiliar with, do I? <laughs> Well, I still think we should have eaten <laughs> I can speak freely, he says, and looks around the doors somewhat suspiciously. Casabon would, and uh, at this point, I'm going to cut in here and cut to Garen, who has staggered. He's clutching his head, because Garin, as this happens, in your turn initiative, as Belshalam wears his head back, flash, you have a vision. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to actually cut off the conversation midway and then um, do that and then finish the thing, but that's what effectively happens. Castlebox endeavors to stick his aura in by... um, Triggering Garin's vision. (laughs) Um, at which point, a couple of rounds after that, a whole bunch of shadows and wraiths are going to show up here and just get fucking obliterated. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're facing a dragon that can actually hit them. Yeah, well, you've got enough ghost touch weapons um, and things at this point. You're now, I, I'd have to look at the spell level and things I'm charging at this point. But that's now coming down. And then we're going to add in the CR-15 Umbrella Dragon, uh, who can expressly hit ghosts. Yeah, yeah, wasn't his with... special ab- were his special abilities all about an ability to eat wraith for breakfast? Yes. <laughs> yes and, he... like, enslave them? Yeah, yeah. And he, is, he is immune to death effects, negative energy, and, the, and ability drain from that sort of thing. Just please don't ask the permanent death board. Yeah. Um... He himself, all his weapons and his breath are treated as if he possessed ghost touch. <laughs> so yeah, shadows show up and they rock them to death. And you guys rock them to death. Do we yeah. just sit back and let him enjoy himself? <laughs> yeah, I kind of imagine that would be like very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't so, allowed to do it for so long. Shadows appear, one looking like Garin stepping out through the walls. You failed. You failed. 
Oh, these have no place here. Wham! Boom! No! No! Just cathartic, no? <laughs> I say as I watch a dragon ripping shit to bits and go, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with us. So I figured Garen is staggered by that for a few moments, but we can, we probably, do we want to finish this conversation and then cut back? Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> rip shred four rounds later. Yeah. There are a lot of dead rats on the floor. Uh... Notably, at this point, as you hit your third spirit anchor, the wraiths are substantially weaker. They go down hard, and there are less of them. So there are less of them, they appear to literally have less hit dice, less bonuses, blah, 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 blah. Don't we have a time period? Uh, Two days. Two two days at this point, so ample. So if you you dick around forever, Casablanca will link something else up. But... But the In plan the is basically no we're going to rest up tonight and then yeah. tomorrow morning we're going to go fight Casavor. Yeah. <laughs> and rip the shreds. So I am free to speak of whatever I want. And I can leave Scowhall. And with all thanks and appreciation to you, I will. If you want to fight Casavor, that is your affair, but I am not prepared to risk such a thing again. However, in light of your heroic service, which, which I could not have done without, the gratitude of dragons is, is legendary, and they can, in response to such a great gift, part with a, a certain percentage <laughs> of their hoard relative to the, to the value of the services that you have rendered. <laughs> Oh my gosh, are they... I've got the two information, <laughs> valuable information, far more valuable than any hall. Yeah, so I'm like... Oh. Are they from the Bank of Avatar or something? <laughs> I, and, and, it's um, noticeable that um, Alagos very rarely has this expression on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and and um, Jack's going to say telepathically, I know this may not sound like me, but I don't want him to have to give us treasure. He's been stuck here for a horrible long time period and we're not giving him our treasure so I don't think he should have to give us his treasure. He owes us a life debt. <laughs> <laughs> but think of his honour. <laughs> All those coins. All that platinum. In, in some defence this is his hoard from Scarwall. He presumably has a real hoard somewhere in the Plain of Shadow. Yeah, I know. I just kind of feel like, I feel bad because we've taken the dragon hoard and he can't have any, so I feel like we should let it let I don't off. feel bad. And what, yeah, I know. What, what, um, what, and it does make a certain amount of sense. What Elagos and Doubtlessly Silver get from this is um, he is supremely grateful. Mm. The very much the one thing he is not prepared to do is fight Casavon again, yeah, because yeah. he cannot bear the thought of losing and becoming chained again. Yeah, yeah. Which, obviously, he will lose again on his own, because he lost the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I totally understand his Casavon related He very yeah, much yeah. just wants um, to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say, I, I mean, at this point, if there wasn't so much at stake, Jack would be with him, so <laughs> she doesn't have any problem with that position. Um... But, you know, he's saying, oh, I could give you a fair market share of my hoard. And, mm-hmm. and it's, he's very, very, very grateful. Mm-hmm. But giving you his hoard is like saying, hey, you know, so we freed you and all. Can we have your firstborn child now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have a part of my hoard. And if you 
desperately push this, I will probably give you more, but then... Oh, not then I'm going to be upset that you took my child. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not desperately pushing We're this. definitely yeah. not. He's had a hard yeah. enough time as it yeah. is, even if he is evil. I, I know it's a we unique... We disapprovingly of the dragon. I, I know it's a unique situation for a, an evil dragon to be in debt to a good dragon. Debt. You heard that word, debt. That's what you said. Yes. As I recall... Faraspa encourages charity, doesn't she? Which is why, you know, we freed him out of the goodness of our own <laughs> which, which means we can't take too much of his hoard, correct? This is why I said think of his honor. <laughs> well, Look, I know you're a dragon, but you can't take it with you. That's one of your core tenets. You give it to the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I get outvoted. <laughs> I make it move, yeah. move, move noises in the background. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I in the background of the uh, mind chat. There's just Garrett and Alagos going over various like tenants and yeah. freaking <laughs> historical yeah. things. Yeah, Garrett so, somehow wins. Somehow. <laughs> I have lost this character's voice entirely. But it was a bit raspy. It was a sort of a raspy, whispery kind of. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like that. Thank you. Yeah, I remember you, you had a trouble getting yeah, stuck in being a lich can wind with the dragon. Yeah. It's a sort of wispy Batman. Yeah. <laughs> then I am free. You have all my gratitude. I can, if you wish to leave this place, I can take you with me. Uh, let me just double check I actually can do that before I start <laughs> promising. Uh, he says, if you wish to leave this place, I can take you with me to the Plane of Shadows, though it is not very habitable for your kind. <laughs> I, I, we want to stick around and fight Castle Bond, so, but we want you to get out of here so he definitely can't unchain you again. I mean, not right now, because he won't be able to unchain you again for a couple of days, but, you know, we don't think you should hang around either. I do not intend to. I will tell you whatever I can of this place. And... At that point, um, you can ask him any specific questions. Uh, he's giving you, he'll give you some of his hoard in repayment for this. Mm-hmm. Um, he will offer to plane shift you to the plane of shadow, which is the only thing he can do, which is a very bad idea because that will kill you as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we were kind of relying on the fact that we have clerics in the party to plane shift ourselves out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if all your, um, the one thing he's offering to do is he will come back for you if he has to. So if all your clerics die, you are not stuck. You are merely horribly screwed. Yeah. Plane of Shadow will probably be mildly more habitable for you than a scarble that you can't get out of. Yeah. Or one that collapses when Casavon dies. Yeah. Um, so but it's not an option. Yeah. Elagos and Leorin see all the much better options. Yeah. The cleric taxi. Um, and he is happy to answer any questions you want. I think he's given you how he got here and what happened. Yeah, so I think we probably just want his general info dump on what he else he knows about what's in the castle. Yeah, yeah stuff that we don't so know. So on the curse, it's what you'd expect. He can't, once chained, he can't talk to you about it. Um, he can't tell you, he didn't feel he could tell you anything much about the other anchors. Um, and his information is now slightly out of date anyway. Um, what he, he can tell you several things that you already know, of things that you don't already know. Um, he tells you that here, uh, 
there is a, ta- a star, ta- a tower shaped like a star that rises up. Um, it has only one entrance on the ground floor, and that is a big, heavy obsidian black door with a huge sigil of Asmodeus on it. Um, in his guise as the Lord of Pain and Fear, so it is the, it's literally the Brotherhood of Bones symbol. Um, it's the skull with the bones there and the chain wrapped around it. Um, that, as far as he is aware, has never been defaced, broken, opened, or desealed. It's very possible that Casabon can't get in there. That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, you guys have not physically sighted this yet, yeah. but um, you've seen the Star Tower poking out. Yeah, you all will certainly be interested in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <clears throat> that is what's there. He has not been through the doors, and as far as he is aware... No, that has just Um He can tell you about the Dance Macabre. He can tell you about the other three anchors, which doesn't help you all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, he can tell you that there is a woman called Malifroth, who is a night hag who wanders around the castle um, bargaining for people's bargaining to try and buy people's souls among other things mm. um, you've seen her, the yeah. woman lurking in there, um, that she appears to have the ability to come and go um, that her interactions with Belisham have been somewhat limited, she has basically intimated she could free him from the curse in exchange for his soul yeah um, he has intimated that if she doesn't fuck off, he will devour her. Yeah. <laughs> but really has no desire to, because he'd much rather have unpleasant company than no company, yeah. given his other options. Um, but he it conveyed the important message that his soul was not for sale. Mm. Yeah. And also, you know, he can't necessarily make that... He feels like he couldn't make that bargain without being compelled to attack her. Yeah. As soon as she starts trying to free him. Uh, so she's there, she can... Again, it's probably redundant to you now. She could tell you things about spirit anchors and give you ideas of what's happening in the castle, but well, can, probably don't care. What can you tell us about the last spirit anchor that we haven't fought? Um, Does he know anything about it? He doesn't know, because ah. it's going to be um, something else again. Ah, oh, it's, it's something new because we killed... Yes, um, it's something new within the last couple of days. Ah, uh, right, okay. So the ones he can tell you about are Rat Mosca. Yeah. He can give you... Uh, he, he has spent some time talking to Rat Mosca because Rat Mosca will at least talk to him. Yeah. The Lich don't talk to nobody. Yeah. Uh, the Pain Worm doesn't have much in the way of interesting conversation. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, kill me. Does he yeah. know what the Pain Worm was before it? Is that Is something really want to know? I know, it'd be interesting, academically speaking. <laughs> In between streams, it was a man named Clissard. He. This is useful for history book. Was, I am told, a spy for Count Andrathi, infiltrated into Casabon's army to keep an eye upon him. He did not succeed. Because obviously Casabon betrayed. Yeah. Um, and Darcy. At this point. No, and Rafi was the other guy. Can't we pool our knowledge of who we have defeated and who we know about and haven't gone with to narrow down who who it would be? Like, we know it could be the hag or the pain worm. Do we actually have many other contenders? Well the, well, the thing is, what it probably is is something that lives in the floor that we haven't been through that we haven't seen yet. 
Yeah, because yeah. there's, there's yeah. a room here which has got like a, a big hole to nothing. Does he know anything about that? And you've got a bunch of second floor things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if probably yeah, pooling our knowledge and his knowledge, we might be able to. Because we know it's not the night hag or the um, worm in the lake. Mm-hmm. It could be, but it isn't because we can see now whether it's got that chain mm-hmm. actually yeah. attached. So mm-hmm. yes, he can tell you what's on the other side of there. I have been through it. It is the unreality pulls at you, pulls. Your magic away is very pleasant, like a warm bath. Uh, you you probably would not like it as much, though. <laughs> so what he tells you is when you go in through one of those things, it's full of negative energy because that's what the plane is inherently made out of. Oh, base yeah. building blocks of it are base building blocks of the plane of shadow and negative energy, yeah. which, of course, he delights in. Um, it is also full of dispel <laughs> magics. <laughs> so jump into <laughs> jump into one of those, and it functionally casts a spell on you, and then you start taking the associated negative energy damage from being the plane of shadow. So Death Ward would protect you from it unless you get it dispelled. Yeah, yeah. Um, what he tells you, however, is that there is nothing of interest on the other side. Of it. Yay! Yay! I feel like this is like playing Hero's Quest, where there's like this room full of monsters, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no weapons, no treasure, just monsters. Um, some rooms are full of monsters. Some rooms are where the monsters are hanging out. <laughs> they didn't decide the place for the convenience of one random adventurers. Upstairs in the other rooms, um, there are other creatures which he has been forbidden to harm. Uh, he he doesn't say like he's been given orders for it. He just says I was forbidden to harm them. Like he knows it. Yeah. Like you know, gravity exists. Yeah. So it's yeah. Yeah. The denizens of Scarwall don't seem to. The spirit anchors don't seem to kill each other mm-hmm. for um, very obvious reasons. It's not really in Castle's interest, except the dance macabre, because which it's... is not an anchor. It just does what it pleases. Yeah. Yeah. Which is dance. Such a pretty eternal dance. tells you about three things that are upstairs that he is aware of. Um, Mummy. There is some sort of mummified corpse up there that that alive and thinking and talking um, that he says is the underpriest to Bishop Zevravinica, the demi-lich. He says there is an orcish captain up there who doesn't... I'm going to drop out this voice because I'll kill myself. Yeah. Uh, Belshalam knows he is not a ghost because Belshalam would know that. Um, but he doesn't see... He seems to be sort of rotten and has skulls on his arms that bite at people, but Belshalam is not... doesn't think he's dead, but isn't terribly sure. Once it gets past ghosts, it gets a bit complicated. Looks like this guy. Yeah. Um... And then there is Captain Castrofang, the original captain of the, the original captain of Scarwalls, one of the original captains of Scarwalls defences, along with Sergeant Lashton. He is a skeleton, a skull aflame, 
It's Ghost Rider. It is Ghost Rider. <laughs> totally Ghost Rider with medieval armor. <laughs> Stupid Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting Johnny. We're fighting Johnny. Sorry, Nicholas Cage. I was thinking Johnny Cage. Oh, I, I, I thought you were talking about in the way of conversation. Once we established that I did not have his circlet, he sought me to leave or die. Circlet? He hunts for it. Okay. Is it magical? He shrugs. Oh. Okay. Uh, and you guys have, from Castlemont's treasure hoard, a golden circlet with a skull on it. Oh. Ah, well, I mean, even if it was a magical, I mean, it was his possession and he lost it. That, yeah. That's cause enough for being touchy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a magical circular? I can look if you want. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, so that's what he tells you is up there, um, that he is aware of those, the people he has been around and conversed with. Whether or not they're still in those specific rooms, he could only speculate. Um, and then there is a bunch of rooms above the chapel that he says, priest's rooms, small and difficult to enter. I saw nothing of compelling value, but I could not search to my heart's content. So in here, there are... Priests. Priest's rooms. Well, that one's the start tower again. Priest's rooms which he says on a normal time don't contain any monsters and possibly contain loot or other things, but he hasn't been able to get in there and pour around to his heart's content. He physically struggles to fit into the rooms. Yeah. Try the priest. And as far as um, Alagos is aware, and um, he doesn't seem to have the capacity to change shape. Mm -hmm. Some dragons do, some dragons do. He's a shadow. Mm-hmm. Yep. He could breathe 25d8 of negative energy. That's not something to boast about. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's 25d8. I'm super happy that um, Ellie Goss and Lugori beat him at initiative. No, no, 12d8. Yeah, I'm really happy now. <laughs> well, it was, it's a 50-foot cone, so it's going to hit everyone in the room. Yeah. 12d8 negative energy. Which, in all fairness, Ellie Goss and Garin are just going, oh... Spicy. Well, I don't know if they've actually got enough death touches because we already cast Death Ward a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah um, true. Death Ward, Death Ward, Death Ward. Also, Garen. Yeah. Garen would be fine. Yeah. I could yeah. be dead. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's not like Garen was crucial for the linchpin of our strategy. No, it was all the tiny fragile wizard that was the one that we. The tiny fragile wizard cleric was the one that we needed. Illusion. Look at me, illusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at the illusion. <laughs> you need to be able to construct them. You don't just say the word and not know people will be full. It's more the... <laughs> oh, that's right. Let us deal with the relative value of the horde. <laughs> yeah. Oh and, and he will start basically at this point cruising you for bags of holding and things. Like if you have one, he would like to buy it at above market prices so he can take more of his hoard with him. <laughs> but you don't have one available because you've filled it with other people's hoards. Yeah, we're um, ours are regrettably out of commission. Yeah. Wait, does he have his hoard here? Yes. 
Even though he, um... He has a horde in Skarmor. Right. Yeah, and it's not... It is because he has assembled it over the last couple of hundred years. Yeah. It is yeah. not his original one, but in fact... He'll he probably will, go back there. He will show you at this point. If you look there, there is a back room in this kennel. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, that has been... Is it the one that had the anvil? No, 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 you actually haven't been in it, because okay. you have to go through him to get in there. Yeah. Um, it has been smashed down, effectively. There's a bunch of rubble in front of the door that he will kind of lift out of the way, and it's, it's his basic defense. <laughs> There's a yeah. big pile of rubble in front of it. So, again, telepathically, Jack says, it's all clear to us now that we should have brought a lot more close touch weapons to Scarwell. Also, it would have been really easy to buy another four bags of holding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Um... If he has a chest and um, a worth five thousand GP, I can cut a secret <laughs> chest for him. That's amazing. <laughs> Sadly, I believe he does not. Well, if he's willing to wait a day, I can build him one. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he. To be honest, he's struggling to get five grand worth of stuff here. <laughs> okay, so he will show you this. Um, and what is in this back room where he removes the rubble is this was once... Um, it's a good idea. <laughs> this was looks like it was once the fanciest room in... the fanciest stable room in here, possibly for Casabon's Royal Charger or something in that neighbourhood. Um, it's pretty wrecked now, and he smashed it to bits anyway to build a rubble door. Uh, but what's in here is there are battered weapons, breastplates, helms, shields, a lot of skulls. Looks like he's... Crushed, crushed several skeletons getting here, and it must be said, a couple of adventurers. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, and then he doesn't If fact, they were too dumb to bring a dragon so they could negotiate with the dragon, that's really He does, in fact, have chests and packs and things in here, albeit none of them worth 5,000 gold. Hey, <laughs> I, I made the offer. Yeah, it's fair. I, appre- I much appreciate it. In another time, in another place. Um... So, He's going to look at our existing horde. Just, I don't think we have one he, of those. He will go through this, and to Silver is very clearly torn between his great desire to just get the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. and his desire to and his desire to reward you, and his desire to keep as much of the horde as he can for himself. <laughs> so draconic negotiations begin, uh, and. You guys can push this point, or you can just kind of take it as it comes. I kind of assuming I start you know, doing dragon haggling yeah. and then get like gently and then not so gently. Like I would say that on average we push it a little, and um, but not that much, yeah. which is averaging out. Elagosh wants to push it a lot. Everyone yeah. else doesn't want yeah. to push it. So Lucy we would totally so who, who push it. Yeah. that's true. I think who? it's you and me and me. Oh, so three of us. Okay. Just having a look, see. Yeah, alas, what we have is a 20,000 GP chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took up quite a lot of space in the back. We just cut You don't cut know our wood, do you? And um, Jared playing you was quite impressed by the chair. Oh, that's cool. There was definitely yeah. an air that while Carson Ron may have screwed up every other thing in his life, he did, he did well acquiring this chair. Right. <laughs> so it's a golden chair with jewels all over it. It's a golden throne, let's be honest. Yeah, it's a, it's Obviously, a you won't want this stuff of necromancy full of negative, foul energy. It's offensive to your goddess. 
<laughs> my immediate response was, those can be sold for ready money in the foul city of <laughs> Corvosa. And then I'm like, look at the others. Mm. <laughs> but does it go through the telepathic block? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you give them Garen, your goddess disapproves of this. <laughs> there's, there's quiet some chuckle here. Yeah. I love that city. <laughs> like, it's great that shit like that happens. <laughs> um, so, literally, uh, presuming nobody's prepared to argue deeply with this, he goes through and gives you the things that he thinks will be interesting to you, which, honestly, there is nothing in here that is going to deeply compel people. I, I, I think also we only, like, we've left money on the floor yeah. because we can only carry so much. Yeah. So we are interested in some light portable stuff that will enable him to discharge so his death. He has another 39,000 copper pieces here, okay. which he is regrettably going to have to leave as well. Alright. Add them to copper. <laughs> yeah. yeah let's, let's totally move them. <laughs> My horse. No, although, honestly, if we could carry the copper pieces, we could take them with us. Oh, we, we could just drop a couple in each room. Well, I think we should leave a note <laughs> with our compliments. <laughs> Does anyone have any desperate desire for an adamantine battle axe? No. Wrong character for that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we could summon a lesser planar ally. No, no, bribe him with the copper to, to help move um, all the rest of it. By casting the spell, you request your deity to send an elemental or outsider of the deity's choice. To bargain with. <laughs> we could bargain for the chest and, you know, more bags of holding in exchange for, like, more stuff that we're not going to take with us. Makes sense. You totally could. <laughs> you totally could if you desire to do that. You can. Actually, that's a point. He needs the ability to transport his chest. Yeah. We have bags of holding and we're staying here. He could use the bag. We could. He could borrow our bags of holding and take his cord with him, and then bring them back. Would he be prepared to come back, though? That's the question. Not very likely. No. Okay. And I don't blame him. <laughs> no, I understand. So yeah, I'm just, at this point, okay. you're weighing like a valuable hoard against eternal damnation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. All right. Um, like he would be happy to meet you somewhere else. Yeah. And finish dealing, but. Okay, I mean, uh, this is a planar ally, so what I could do is summon an elemental from the plane of shadow yep. to help him carry his shit back. Yeah, I, I, I would absolutely buy that and help yep. you carry the rest of this. Yes. Off, or at least carry it out of here, like with Belshalam possibly, and then get it back at a later point. Yeah, well, we could, you know, we have, uh, like. Belshalar would presumably be prepared to meet us somewhere that or wasn't indeed, the evil um, cursed castle. Bring yeah. us bags of holding, we'll give you yay monies for them. Yeah. yeah. Just do that. Yeah. Makes a certain kind of sense. Yeah, wait, can the planar ally can buy us bags of holding? It's it's a merchant. It's basically a merchant. Yeah. Wow. I'm so there. <laughs> Why didn't we do this sooner? <laughs> we didn't know. Because I didn't have a... Uh, the hordes weren't involved, okay? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he wasn't motivated to summon. <laughs> like, if, if they're Pharasmites, they'd be sort of psychopomps. Yeah. I, I, I can just imagine. Okay, so they may be crazy evil death scrolls, but they're crazy evil death scrolls who can sell us bags of holding. Uh, do, you remember going um, to, do you remember going to the boneyard? 
The sparrows? Yeah, that's why the sparrows are flying. They're crazy evil dead sparrows, but they're crazy evil dead sparrows that can sell us extra dimensional storage space. See, uh, I, I can totally see the, the elemental shadow thing that's just full of space. I, I imagine it's quite a complicated spell. I don't know what you get. I'm, I'm passingly familiar with it. Yeah, I um, haven't cast it before. I'm imagining... Uh, <laughs> You're awesome! I'm Those a, copper pieces have been haunting me. Haunting! Just a soul of a dragon. Like, they're qu- it's quite an expensive spell, which is why I haven't wanted yeah, to yeah. do anything with it. But yeah, we've actually got enough this, money that... This, um, this this actually makes a perfect amount of sense. I've that's been amazing. wondering what the hell that what spell was good for for ages. And this is what it's good for. Yeah, it? yeah. It didn't bring it up in a merchant. Yeah. Pretty much. If you wish to do this, it is only a matter of having the spell prepared. So yeah. it's tomorrow's tomorrow spell morning. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. If he's willing to wait till tomorrow morning. It, yeah. Well, the thing is, no. The thing is, we give him our bags of holding, and then. Um, our brilliant dragon friend gives ah. us more bags of holding because we only need bags of holding to carry the yeah, stuff yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and it so means that he can, can give us more of his holding. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and 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 we can and, pay the spirits and in what, copper. And yeah. What, and what it means. And what it means as well is that we'll be forced forced to take all of the treasure out of the bags and leave it around the room. And you know. And sleep on it. Sleep on it. Yeah. Let's sleep on it. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to get any um, sleep tonight. You might. The rest of us will sleep better than they have in years. And the rest of us can be rolls in a clear space. We'll talk to Elagos about sort of the nature of the plane of shadows mm-hmm. and all sort of things you could whistle up from that because I think that's probably more appropriate for you doing yeah. a Phrasmin yeah. elemental. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's no problem. Um, he will then take the bag of. Can, can I just shorthand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we've, yeah. got, we've got several bags of holding. Yeah. So They're just all full of stuff. He'll take yeah. the bag of holding. The library is temporarily re-exposed. He will mm-hmm. cl- take all his copper pieces with great satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll make sure that he, you know... I he know what it's like to be separated for your hoard and then for your hoard to be taken by, like, various people. You, are, up into you are far more likely to be slaying devils than I am. Uh, perhaps this plus one lawful outsider being greatsword will be more useful for me, you than me. Sure. Ooh. Nice. Like, it's not a thing he has for any reason. He just has it because it's valuable and he took mm-hmm. it off something. Yeah, took yeah. it off some paladin, I guess. Plus one lawful outsider being greatsword. He might have been a paladin. <laughs> hey, that could be really useful when fighting uh, Octavia. Yeah. <laughs> She's not an outsider. No, no, she'd be summoning devils. So yes. there's yeah. a lot of argue argue back and forth, but he's functionally basically giving you half his hoard here, um, which is is not, it must be said, amazing because this yeah. is what he has scavenged from a couple of hundred years in Skullwall. Which is good because it means he'll have he presumably has a hoard somewhere outside of Skullwall yeah. that he can go back to. So that's yeah. seven thousand. He isn't out of. Actually, he, how long has he been stuck here? A couple of hundred years. He's gonna have the same problem I did. You go back to where your horn was, and you're like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> In the last hundred years. That's mm. why some, that's why some dragons have a hobby of arcade marking every single coin in their horns. So yeah. 7,400 golden gems. That's why you need to bring him for Asma in these moments. These dark moments 7,400. Like, 7,400 You're like, it's okay, I can't yep. take it with me. And the castle of Whiteside of Bank He walks off with some money, a staff of necromancy, and some chain dragons, and an adamantine battle axe. Like, his hoard is just not impressive. But the good news is he can at least take it with him. Yes. 
Which he is. <laughs> and we um, and we basically give him the two bags of holding. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and then um, the party will pay whatever the cost of the spell of lesser yeah. planar ally is, which Sounds gives good. us hopefully three bags of holding, two plus an extra, because yeah. <laughs> we need an extra right now. <laughs> yeah, and we'll have to pay for that as well, obviously. Let it not be said that a dragon is not grateful for aid. That a dragon, when let it be said that a dragon, when aided, is beyond generous. <laughs> <laughs> An excellent sentiment, noble Valshala. <laughs> it was really great to meet you, and we're super glad you don't have to be stuck here anymore. Because it's been neat having you. Everything else in this place is horrible, and it's been really nice to meet you. I will not return to this place again in any hurry. But if worst comes to worst, and you have dire need. Then I will stitch something to your shadow. Just tear it, and I will hear. Awesome. And he will indeed proceed to do so. And what he basically shows you is you reach down, you rip this part off your shadow, and he will come to where you are because he can he can plane shift to the plane of shadows, and he can plane shift out of the plane of shadows. He just can't go from here to Valeria. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in the course of this. Yep. Uh, a little uh, caution from one who has spent many hundreds of years separated from his own plane of existence. Things will have changed, changed, changed um, will have changed greatly upon your return. And I and I'm not gonna I'm gonna nod and I'm gonna sort of and then I'm gonna look at his hall that he's taking with him. Yeah. And look at him and then I'm gonna look sad. Because I'm subtly telling him, like, yeah, I, I totally lost my ward because I was stuck in an alternate dimension, and that, that may happen to you as well, and it's it's going to be rough, buddy, in a sort of quiet manner. Yeah, I, I, I'm, preparing, I'm preparing you dragon to dragon for the possibility that your horde may not and be the there. Soft, the soft, umbral wing yeah. comes down, sort of brushes and yeah. pats you on the shoulder like this. Yeah. And so I understand. Much may have changed. But at least I will be free. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it will be better than Skywall. Because it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if my, if, if, if all of my horde is gone, yeah, at least I won't be fucking here anymore. Yeah. I, I make the sign of Phrasma, like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jack, 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 the, the horde part kind of goes over a head, but Jack nods sagely on the everywhere is better than Skywall. I want to go back to the Sizzler. Yeah, I hated the Sizzler. Because, like, I totally, now I'm totally I totally the had the, you know, my horde. Oh. Oh, shit. My horde. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> especially <laughs> that. Then I will go as I came, my friends. Quietly and in shadow. Pulls himself back into the shadows. You see the shadow literally slinking off. Yeah, shadow. Yeah. Shadow. That's so awesome. <laughs> the shadow. Yes, and Jack waves enthusiastically. 
Because he's he's sort of half tempted to like just smash giant holes in the wall and fly yeah. away, shouting "fuck you, Casablanca!" Like, no, no discretion is the better part uh, of that one. Don't tempt fate. Already yeah. did that once before. Zero yeah, no. body. In, in the psychic, in, in, in the um, psychic link, the little Jack's dance. I know two dragons. Two dragons. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> yes, I'm not counting the black dragon. Well, did you even meet him? Not really. I've seen him flying around. Yeah. I'm also not counting him because I don't think he's cool enough to be part of my Two Dragons Club. That's fair. Two Dragons Club. <laughs> I got to ride on that dragon, okay? Yeah. I nearly died, but it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's three. There's another yeah. reason to defeat Castlevon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> This is totally one. It's like number six on my list. <laughs> and it's a long list. Yeah. Number one, save Corvosa. Number two, rescue Iliosa. Yeah. Number six, get to ride. Alagos will be free. Get to ride on at six B. Yay! I might be able to convince Alagos to ride that I can ride on it. And so, awesome. with three anchors down, uh, you have seen one of the immediate effects. The wraiths are substantively lessened. Um, the um, and Garin, when you look around here, you can see Scarwall still is a smoking ruin from the point of view of your detect evil, yet there are wisps of smoke and flickers of flame you can actually see now. Detect evil and detect undead work again. Nice. Oh my gosh. And when we sleep, we get a proper night's rest. Because we live to sleep in a holy place. Meanwhile, well, besides that, and all Dun dun dun. It's calm. Yeah, do, now it's 9.23. Do we want to do Garen's vision now, or do we want to save that for next session and do it as a proper. Are yeah, we going to run short of time? I don't know. What do people think? Uh, well, I mean, that's. They don't, they don't seem to take. Well, probably under an hour. It's generally been 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, okay, sweet. Then we probably can't get through it. I think the argument would be do we want to wait for have Lucy be part of that and do something else would be more than the timing. I'm not super worried. I've expressly written them all so there's a slightly superfluous fifth character because I'm assuming they'll generally be somebody away. Um, So I I have that here if you want to do it now or we can... um, Leave it and um I'm so happy I've kind of found a use for some <laughs> extra planet entity. But yeah. effectively, um if that had gone to violence then I'd be Garin would be standing there like a lump while I'd be calling for will saves from him to actually um snap back to functional. Yeah. So Garin seen or not? I'm, I'm okay. okay. Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Yeah. Alright. So, people then notice Garin is looking, you know, Garin's looking a little staggered and green, and, uh, I mean, the sequence of events is obvious, you know, he clutches at his head, and then a few moments later, shadows come for him. Garin, what you see, <laughs> we rewind back to Belshalab rears his head, and he breathes out towards you, black, dark energy. Silver's yakking, of course. Yak, 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 yakity yakking away when the negative energy hits him, 
and drains every ounce of life out of his body and he drops to the ground. Oh. A moment later, Belshalam is freed. He gives you part of his hoard and leaves, but at a terrible cost. When Alagos tries to raise him from the dead within Skalwon, it fails. Something about the nature of the place. You go on to do what you must to dispel the anchors from Carsadorn. You face him in battle, but with Silver down, Alagos is unprepared to take up Shredley, leaving him too weak to resist Carsadorn's chains, which tear him apart. Jack falls. Lucy falls, and it is now a few weeks later, and Garin is thinking that thanks to Belisham is the only reason you actually made it back to Corvosa in the first place. You are the last survivor of the Nightmare of Scalpel. Everyone else has died. Oh. You have brought their bodies back to Corvosa in an effort to have them resurrected. Um, one of the few people that is capable of doing it in the city, given Alavos is dead at this point, um, one of the few people capable of doing it is um, Bishop Paradebeer, who would be both motivated and capable of doing so. Uh, however, um, she has been captured by Queen Eliosa for her part in the Resistance. And we cut in on this scene, which is a couple of weeks after Garin returning as the sole survivor of Scarborough, um, with the members of the Resistance talking about what comes next. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, we have the people that are on scene here are Garin, unsurprisingly, uh, Cressidia Croft, um, having been freed by Neil Landis and is now um, in the, the resistance, which is rapidly falling apart. Sabrina. Tanith Mandravius. Oh. <laughs> and the last unplayed man is Vincaro Lucini. Okay. People, choose your NPCs. I'm just trying to think. Could I go first? Because I'm the one who's had the least yeah, yeah, absolutely. knowledge of any of these guys. I'm just wondering who of those people I'm most familiar with. So, you've seen Sabrina is played by Matthew Green. Yeah. You've spent a lot of time talking to Tanner. Yeah. And you um have some idea of what Chrysidia is about, but no. I think possibly not. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah, so it was out of Tanneth or Tanneth, Chrysidia, Sabrina. Are your three choices? I'll probably pick Sabrina. I don't really want to take Tanneth. Off the others, I really want. They know him better, and I'd like to see them play. So I think Sabrina's sort of a fairly gruff sort of person. I've seen her on screen enough. I could probably do it. That's, that's fair. I think you would. Um, I think you would enjoy. Um, I, I think you would enjoy playing Tanith because um, snacking people seems to be um, up your alley. <laughs> Yeah, go for but, it. Um, but no, it's a, it, it, if she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't. I want feel to do more. It. I feel like Sabrina. I have a more a better handle on. 
So okay. I've seen, she's been in the most, she, I probably, she's been the person I've seen in the most scenes. So. Yep. Yep. So, Susan, I'm happy to take either Tanith or Gracidia. I have a pretty good understanding of both of them. I have had a lot of fun playing Tanith last time, but I'm perfectly happy if you want to, um, seeing I've already played him in one scene. If you want to play him, that's fine. I have no idea how I'd play either of them. <laughs> yeah, well, we're just, it, remember, it's just doing our best. We shouldn't stress out because these are NPCs that we know. I mean, we were inventing, you know, tiny little orphan children from Jack's yeah. backstory and, Je- and Gary I mean, playing Gandrew freaking loud. <laughs> I think you can have fun playing your dad. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be perfect because this is caused by Casavon. So. Yeah. And also, no. like, it's Garen's idea of Tanner. Broad, broadly, <laughs> broadly for what these people are and what they're doing, Sabrina is fundamentally an angry person. Tanner is fundamentally a snarky troll. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... You know, Chrysidia is probably fundamentally depressing. <laughs> so, do you have which one would you like, Susan? I have no preference. Um, I guess I, yeah, I guess I could play Tanner. Cool. Okay, I'll take Chrysidia. Okay. Now, do you, um, Meredith, have you got the background as a player on what the deal is with Sabrina and Chrysidia and that? Uh, so they, they were best. Friends and Sabrina was really into her, and it was got really messy. And then they tried to kill each other. And yeah, um, they they were both competing for the position of field marshal. Yeah, um, and um, at some point, heading up to that happening, Sabrina came came out as gay and told Chrysidia that she was madly in love with her, and did so by taking her to the romantic restaurant that Christina yes, wanted yes. Ben Carlo to take her I, to and dressed up like Ben Carlo. I, I read a bunch of stuff when I was figuring out how to play Neil Anderson yeah. being a love of Christina. Yeah, it's all based off the same thing. Yeah. And yeah, then they they had a jewel for it. Yeah. Um, ben Carlo told them it was ridiculous and refused to allow Christina to duel. He dueled Sabrina and she beat the shit out of him and cut his hand off, which made things substantially worse for all yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I'm glad I picked the person that I vaguely know the most about. Oh, and uh, your actual blood father is Gloria Arcona, who, 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 rejected, who rejected you I... as a child to be a mutant. Shit! <laughs> That's kind of why, one of the reasons is it turns out that she has anger issues. <laughs> yeah, the person you thought you were your father, like, uh, was really hands off and kind of hated you, and the person that was actually your father apparently just abandoned you entirely. Well, I feel angry already. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> and Ben Carlo is Ugo not here. Yep. He is not on scene because we don't need to so just for scene context, yep. Tanith's a member of the resistance now? Yep. Because we didn't sign him up. No, but you guys are really fucking hard up for people at this point. Okay. All the heroes of Corvosa except Garen are dead. Okay, yep, yeah. alright. The so. only hope for the city is the people in this room, and whether you like Tanith or not... Okay, mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> Was that not underlined? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, keep keep in mind as a um, as a construct for the scene. This is not meant to be the super together, yeah, yeah. well organized, yeah, amazing yeah. resistance succeeding. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. 
Okay. This is Garen done fucked up and things got worse. <laughs> so, does that all make sense in context for people? Yep. yep. For scene setting, I would imagine you are probably um, either in the Dead Warrens under the Grey or um, in the uh, murder dungeon in the basement of the manor. Let's say we're in the Grey because that's where all our other resistance scenes have been set. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would make a little sense to have it at the, the mansion now that most of the characters are gone. Yeah. So, Garen, you are here with your bag of holding full of corpses. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't think it was quite that bad, yes. He left them in his murder dungeon. Yep. I really wish people would stop learning at that. <laughs> and people have been called together to discuss um, if and how you were going to rescue Bishop de Bear, if you can get her back, if you can get the Heroes of Corvosa raised, if what. So we're going to be in the grey for this? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're in that um, in that magnificent yeah. mansion underneath yeah. it. So, this is what's left, eh? This is who's going to serve a bishop. No one's precisely delighted about it, but as our resources seem somewhat depleted at this point... Yeah! I give Garen a meaningful look, like... Yeah, alright, and as uh, much as it pains me to jo- join in with her, I give you a meaningful oh, look as well. No, these Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I realise I'm like sharing a moment with Cassidia. Yeah, and we both look away. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he clearly failed to keep him under control. Uh, if you have a better plan, I assure you we're all ears. If I had a better plan, I'd be doing it. We've got to do something now. We've got no time left. Well, foolishly rushing in will only get us all captured or killed along with Bishop de Beer. Well, we've already done this once, right? With Neil Anders? We just... Yes, because that worked out so well. Oh! Oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> it's like... So, you know, we should have left you there. Well... Because we he... can swap you for a bishop to bear, if you want. Well, it does seem that after the, uh, after a month or so of being down there, it didn't precisely rush to my rescue. Well, it is being over this. We don't have time for personal grievances now. We have to be thinking about the city. I came up with a plan. Tanith, do you have anything to add? What do we intend on doing with all of these bones? Surely we can do something with these more than burying them? Oh yeah, he's just the resurrecting the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we all want the Dragonmite heroes of Corvosa back. But we need the bishop in order to be able to resurrect them. Uh, no one here has the capacity. <clears throat> It was nearly months ago I could have just summoned Octavia Mandravius to do this. Now I'm surrounded by this. This? What have we got here? Just a bunch of hormonal women. 
who are just bickering amongst each other. Oh, you want to see how emotional I can get? Woman elf? (laughs) (laughs) Woman elf? I'm still not entirely clear why he is even part of our council. I'm sorry, would you prefer to be just the three of you? Yes. Rather than having... Yes, absolutely. Well, frankly, you need my expertise in this matter. If we can trust you. Look, he's still the seneschal? He is still the seneschal. He's still the seneschal. He is effectively the second in charge of the entire city. He can get us in, like... I got you guys in. Well, who did? No, who did? Who did she get in? She got. Like, she went to me, she got the and yeah. I got them to go in. Oh, so and, and then I was saying, then I was saying, you know, okay, so I'm just saying, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll just say, it's Chris. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not saying Sabrina wouldn't be shouting. You just yeah. need to shout quieter. Yeah. He can get us in. It worked last time. Of course, I'm only capable of excellence. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so once we get in, will the bishop be where we, where we, where the last team went to, or has she been moved to a different place? Do I know? Sure, make up whatever you desire. It becomes true. Okay, she's been located deeper within the labyrinth than last time. We will have more barriers to go through. The Queen has brought up more more obstacles along the way. It'll be difficult, but nothing that I can't handle. Okay. <laughs> She's not the Queen anymore. Not the point. So once we get in, will they know that we're there? I will make sure of it. You, 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 I think sorry? you mean you make sure that oh. they won't know that we're oh, there. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the beer, yeah. Yeah. I will disguise our, 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 our group. Potentially we can look like a different form or something. I'm more worried about if they've got something to sense magic. Would I know if they had based on uh, again, um because this is not a real scenario, like you don't need to worry through the logistics of it. The the rule of this is anything that anyone declares is arbitrarily true. She's got a bunch of mumbo jumbo, okay? I don't know how it all works. Maybe Tanith does. I can put some protection spells up. Because <laughs> this is less about solving a logistical problem and more about um yeah, how you're actually gonna um work together and who's running this off and all the rest of it. The main problem we've got to get through is all the demons Octavia and Casabon have summoned. And are you going to be up to this, Garen? Or are you going to flake out like last time? I didn't see you going into the castle, Tenneth. You do your job, I'll do mine. I'm talking about with my son. And Lucy. I think the important question here is who is in charge of this operation? Oh, so you're in charge? No, I don't think that would be best. But the question is, who is really up to it? Well, I'm not taking orders from that elf. It can't be one of you two, woman. 
I don't trust either of you. Look, We've got more of a reputation for honesty than you. Look, you all hate each other. You all just dislike me. So it should be me. I suppose, regretfully, that is our best option. You have in the past been reliable. In the past, maybe. Perhaps he can shine once again. We can all hope. Certainly of our available choices. She's very much a negative. Yeah, that's that's the point. (laughs) If you read this piece of paper... If if you've written like that quite deliberately, this is not the yay Garin is awesome show. So let's clear the objective here. We go in, we get the bishop out at any cost, and we get her to raise the dragon-marked heroes. Agreed? Agreed. Looks at Sabrina. Looks at Presidia. Right, let's get to work then. Hey, one thing. If we get in there, and she's dead, I'm killing you. Plus, if we get in there, and she's dead, we've got a much bigger problem to worry about. Yeah, but Lucy deserves something. Well, let's put it this way. If we get in there, and she's dead, as long as you get the bishop out to raise the other heroes... I mean um, the bishop, fuckwit. Oh, uh, you're talking about Cleve. Okay. Well, if we get in there and she's dead, I'll happily let you. Okay. Then I'm in. Alright. People all in consensus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we go in then, I'm sure. going to draw... Um, uh, Crossity aside. Yep. Hey. Give her an orb. It's me, yeah. Orb. Ah. This is kid to the mansion. If things go south, you get everybody else out of there, okay? That includes Sabrina. Alright. (laughs) (laughs) She's not actively murdering people at the time. Plus, if this goes as bad as I think it might go, you're going to need everybody you can get, including her. All I can promise you is I'll do what I can. Give me your word. Very well. I think the city will pay a high price for your mercy, however. Sabrina is a loose cannon getting looser. She's already threatened to murder you today. I can't stop, and you know I'm not the sort of woman she is. I'll give you my word, but I think the city will suffer for it. That's all I ask us. Let's go. And then we cut to the sort of montage of this, because we're obviously not going to run through an actual mission, Um, of you guys going through the sewers. This time... Without Eris' yellow eyes to guide you, it is much harder work. 
just dirty, filthy stuff. Loss repeatedly because uh, between this group here, <laughs> like, the high survival character I think is fucking Crisidia. Yeah. <laughs> with her mighty, like, toe. Yeah. Yeah, and Tanith has run out of his prestidigitation, like, within the first yeah. like, half an hour. Yeah. So he's got no level zero spells anymore. Um, you get through. It becomes clear rapidly as we see the montage of this going by, basically. Garen's plan lacks a few things. For starters, everything is trapped and locked, and well, he can and does noisily bang his way through the door. Um, it alerts yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything in the room and does nothing to stop the traps and the alarms, so things just become harder and harder as you go on. When you get into one of them, the creature in the room is a devil of the mind. It starts casting confusion spells and dominate person spells and all the rest of it. And when we come in at the end of this, the devil falls to the ground and then disappears in a puff of flame. People are beaten on severely. Sabrina has a bunch of dents and wounds in her armor from Garin's heavy earth earthbreaker. Um, Tanith miraculously seems to have not been hit by anyone, as if he just spent most of the combat standing at the back, not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is run down, is spelled, and then at the very last blow, as Garin is focusing on the creature, um, he drops the devil with a smite, and Sabrina loses control, swings wildly, cuts into Crisidia very much up for debate whether it's a result of mind control, sloppy handling, or just her rage getting the better of her, and smack goes Crisidia's hand. Oh, oh. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's not of course the same one as Vingalo. Yeah, yeah, not the first time she's done that. Uh, Garen runs in and casts, he uses his healing hands on the stuff. Yep. Are you sure? You're just about out of it. If you do, that'll be the end of it. Yes. Okay. You have no more left. The stump heals. The blood stops flowing. The skin knits over the top, but it doesn't force you to throw the hand back. What is wrong with you, woman? What's wrong with you? I didn't see you doing anything to fight it. I was doing everything, and you still not in one piece, aside from... Whatever the hell you thought you were doing, you crazy woman. We're here on a mission, and you're sitting here involving people. There's ass. no point in these recriminations. I'm fine. Look, the thing was magical, okay? It got inside my head. It doesn't take much. Let's just press on. Okay. And Chrysidia just shuts down hard, like she has no emotional reaction at all. Garen's just staring on ahead, just plodging on. Uh, Sabrina's furious that she got manipulated by the devil, furious that she cut off um, Cressidia's hand without meaning to, furious that she didn't kill Cressidia and <laughs> cutting off her hand without yeah. meaning to. Yeah. Furious that she's getting blamed for it, furious yeah. that Tannis would just be a prick in general. Yeah, yeah. just seething. <laughs> and Tannis thinks you're all incompetent. <laughs> Every single one of you. Keep it together a bit longer, Sabrina. You want to see if the bishop is dead or not before you can try and kill me. Yeah, well, you gave it a good go kill, trying to kill me just then. 
Well, I did. Still standing though, aren't you? Likewise. Then let's get going. One presumes, Garen, that you have um, no desire to give in to the uh, voice in the back of your head telling you that you could inspire your allies and rally them together at this point. Not just blowing upon the howling horn. Not yet. Oh, he still has the howling horn. Of course. Awesome. What do you do with Shredwing? He's probably got it himself. I I wouldn't imagine he's wearing it per se, but he's probably almost certainly got it. Let's keep going. Okay. So... You get into the next room, and um, ironically, no one was there the first time, so we reuse the movie sets, and things look um, very much identical to what we saw before. It's like the table <laughs> with, with the bishop on it. The setup is the same, because it's dream symmetry. Um, and Garin runs to her, and the bear is lying on the table. She has been tortured and she was old to start with. She is hanging on by the barest breath. She looks like she could slip away at any moment. Sabrina moves to the door to yes. check whether anyone's coming. Yeah. There's, there's a long string of bodies that way, about 15 more than you actually needed to fight if you'd done this plan properly, but no one seems to be coming in for the moment. Yeah. Do you have anything to heal a booster? Healing potion. He's been holding out. And yeah. <laughs> He's been drinking the water yeah. cell. Straight down his throat. <laughs> the bear gets one because she's going to heal his son. His son. Yeah. So, Garen uncorks it. She looks at you. Garen. You have to lead them to and you put the potion in your mouth it drains and then begins to just spill out the side Tanith swipes it back into the mouth (sighs) while you were seeking Tanith's help getting the potion from him in that round she was bled to death and died if you'd had any healing hands left then maybe you could have saved her. Ooh. Maybe what you did for Crisidia was the wrong call. Bishop De Beer wheezes her last and dies in front of you. Fortunately, oh, Sabrina hasn't noticed this because she's guarding the door in her ship perception. Yeah, um, at this time, um, Crisidia, um, can she use a sword in her other hand? Yeah, I, I imagine actually what she's got is the sword in her good hand and then the shield strapped on the other. Yeah, sounds good. So, Crisidia... Crisidia looks at Garin, looks at the dead dish, dish, Bishop de Beer, looks at Sabrina, and then positions herself between Sabrina and Garin. Well, Tanith, this has been a total shit show. Yeah, so Tanith is pouring the, the liquid back into her mouth, yep. giving her face a, like a, come on, wake up, How close are they to each other now? Like, within touching distance? I, 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 I'm about um, ten feet. Ten, ten feet? It, it, like, it, it, right in the middle between the two. I don't know what Sabrina's perception is like. Terrible. Yeah. It's actually not, in all fairness, compared to some members of this party, it's decent, but, um. Nah. Tabir, Tabir, um, wake up! Still looking at Tabir? Hurry it up, guys! Still, There's people coming! Still looking at Tabir? I say, Chrysidia, now. 
I did give you my word, didn't I? And you'll certainly die here if I don't. And Grisidia is going to endeavor to position herself to activate the orb and teleport the three of them out. Wait, no, no, he, wait, before... He didn't say, you don't know about the orb, thank you very much. Yeah. So you got to... No, 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 I, I was going to say something different. Wait, Garin, you, you... You have the Paladin abilities, like, just... Can't you do some sort of healing? Nay. What do you, what do you mean? She's dead. And, um, Priscilla is going to adept to teleport. Sabrina rounds on the group and Fiora is, she is. Yeah, I'm sitting to say this. You what? You, you, you don't have any more healing? Gar and seeing this coming, you know, it's gonna make sure he doesn't get touched. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm deliberately leaving you behind. Yeah, that's fine. Are you an incompetent? Because if I take you with her, she'll kill you. Exactly. Yep. So, um, can I successfully at this point activate the teleport orb and teleport the three of them out? Sure. Sure. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And Garin, who knows nothing about spellcraft, enacts this plan. Um, Sabrina, you see Cressidia sort of grab you with a hand. Hey! Um, yeah, yeah, I don't tell you what I'm doing or, you know, warn you in any way. Yeah, yeah. And tennis. Of course, I only have the one hand. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Tennis, <laughs> you very clearly feel teleportation magic pulling on you, which you need to be a willing participant for. So if you oh don't want to go, you don't go. That totally depends where you want to go. Oh this. my god, imagine if she touches Tennis. Sabrina and then Tennis refused middle state. No, no, I'm going, well, to, go. I'm going to use both arms. Oh, yeah. So I'm touching you with the hand, this, with this, the surviving this hand. This is a shit show, Tennis. So, yeah, um, so it's a teleport, you, so you imagine, you know. It depends what you think advantages you the most. You can also see if you can uh, resolve this situation some other way and get back in the Queen's good graces. I think, oh, so I know that there's teleportation... Quick, Garen, I need silver, I need Mordell's skull. Now. You don't have, this, you're not going to have, this is a, this is an activation. Oh, yeah, you, you, yeah. Know, you, you, you know that your body's going to get the shades anyway. Your, oh. your, your choice is go or stay. No, he's go. going, he's go. going, he's going to go get the bones and he's going to find a different person to resurrect his son. I'm yeah. trying to stay, because what the fuck is happening, but I don't know what's happening. Yeah, alright, so, um, so I think at this point I'm going to declare that I've, I've fulfilled the letter of my promise. I tried to grab her. Yep. She fought me off. And then by sheer coincidence, the teleportation magic activated. And by accident, she was left behind. Yeah, so, <laughs> Crescidia grabs you and you feel something tingle against your mind as she tries to cast a spell on you. And naturally you resist. Hey, get off me! And um, at that moment, the spell activates and Crescidia and Tanith are gone. Garen, you're a competent <laughs> and the two of you are alone in the dungeon with the corpse of Bishop de Bear. Wow. You should have gone with them less. What? What was even? What? What even was that? <laughs> that was the escape plan. <laughs> All right. You... you weren't told about any escape. What plan. escape plan? <laughs> I. You, you didn't tell me. Plus, if I told you, you wouldn't have gone with along with it, would you? No one tells me anything. Well, let me tell you something right now. 
No. This one. It's too late. Ow. Smack. Oh, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> but she says, no, it's too late, and smacks him across the jaw. She's sick of people talking to her and keeping secrets. I'm sorry for doing that. That's fine. I got carried away. Darren's got some blood coming down his lip. I guess. Fair enough. In a couple of seconds, the guards will come. You can start to hear them. I'm going to be fighting them. He looks back down the way they came. I suggest you get going. You don't want to be seen with me. No, no, you don't get it. We're both dying here. It's just how. Lass, if you're seen here, the Queen will never forgive you. telling you to run so you have a head start. I'll be staying here to fight them. <laughs> I, I don't want to live this screwed up world any more than you do. But if you have a death wish, I can end it right now for you. Just say the word. You know, maybe it's better for my friend than a horde of evil demons. Who knows? Last, you haven't considered me a friend for a long time. Yeah. And whose fault is that? Probably not. I'll be attacking these demons coming through. You can attack and kill me if you like, but I won't be striking you back. Okay. Takes off the cloak of charisma to reveal shredring, and he blows the horn. <laughs> Forgive me, sir, Ray. What the? Why does this people with yes. fucking magical? <laughs> so mm. things people don't tell Sabrina. <laughs> she says like she does not know so much. As you do, from so. somewhere you hear Christina's voice. It's because you're a liability. As you do so, magic ripples through the air, and Garen, you realise at last. You know, people have always looked to you to lead them. Your, your family has looked to you to lead them, but of course you screwed that up. You can only hope that Figna isn't still in the city. You don't know one way or the other. Certainly she hasn't come to see you. Sabrina is at last forced to follow your leadership. As she turns again, her eyes going slightly blank as she turns to the door. Oh my. Um, Mind controlling Sabrina, also something that's happened before. (laughs) You might have, you you might finally have done something right, and yet as the magic ripples through calling to all your allies, you see them out of the corner of your eye, a a shadowed image from elsewhere, the howling horn scrying upon Tanith, who appears and he and Cressidia are back in the um in the dead <coughs> warrens, you know, talking Cressidia looking at her hand and going, what do we do next? And Tanith says, Well, uh, 
I really didn't want... I'm just going to take you at this Yeah, point. go for it. I really didn't want it. I really didn't want to pursue this course of action, but uh, I'm afraid all we have left to resurrect the others is dear Octavia. It's unpleasant, I know, but fortunately I do have one spell left. Disintegrate? <laughs> and Crisidia screams briefly as she is ripped out of existence, and Tanit sighs, pulls his boots up, and walks out of the city. <laughs> um, yeah. As the horde, a horde of demons coming down, devils coming down the hall, descends upon Gara and the controlled Sabrina. But one good decision, you know, cannot redeem a lifetime of failure. As the claws and tears, claws and fangs rip upon the two of you, you cut a bloody swath through them before pain grips you and you go down in a hail of it. But the future refused to be changed, comes <laughs> up the end piece. You have failed. <laughs> bad end. Yeah, yeah. bad ending. <laughs> I'm so sorry for having you go. Yeah, it's fine. It was surprise, I, Mother Bane. I have enough anger issues that I don't want to play an angry character, <laughs> I realise now. Fair enough. So... I can assure you the other two were not better. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere in the retcon, yeah. in the slight retcon from this, Belshalam rears his head back and Garin <gasps> blows the horn. Oh, no. so you actually used the horn. No, 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 you actually used it, no, not just the muster. Nothing seems to happen. Mm. Um, and Garin, you come back to yourself after a few moments and I actually... Um, Unaware that you have done this in reality as well as in the dream. Well done, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well played. Um, and then we cut back in real time and cut ahead in the future. But that is exciting. Oh, that was brutal. Oh, <laughs> that was extremely brutal. So I think we should go back and do Garen coming out of the dream because yeah. you know, like we're, we're talking to Belsalam, but also yeah, I mean these things don't have to happen. And, yeah. Um, so how? Go and then you're standing. You don't remember blowing the horn. You're just, you're just standing yeah, there, and you're yeah, you the yeah, like yeah, like yeah the, the, everyone's standing around you. There's a dragon and over there. Yeah, Apparently, you, no one's there. You stagger. Oh, oh, that, that felt so real for starters. Give me a will save. See if you can determine reality. Uh, yeah, um, twenty-five or twenty-seven if it's a spell-like effect. Okay, so. You lose two wisdom. Oh, I didn't have much to begin with. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> Which is why it's good that you're losing the D3 instead of the D8. Because the D8 can top you. Ooh. Um, and Garen staggers, and for a moment, it all feels so real. Like those things happen, they are memories that haven't happened, of the events that haven't happened yet. And that's the only way you can tell it from a dream. You can tell it as a dream and not a reality. <laughs> You know objectively what it is that Casabon has forced a nightmare on you of what could be, yet it's a very personal one. It feels to Garen like if you fuck up, you know, if these guys drop, that's what happens next. Yes. Because it will be left on you and you will screw it up because that's what you do. It's a nightmare with the potential to happen. Yeah. And a moment after that, wraiths arrive and attack. People spend a few moments ripping through them and then... And yeah, something fall, what what falls out of the sky? Because something always falls out of the sky. Oh, that's true. Maybe is it a hand? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 creepy. 
Yeah, actually, that yeah. makes a certain amount of sense. It is a mailed bloody hand. Oh man! With Crusadia Croft's insignia, with the insignia of the um, the field marshal of the Corpus yeah, oh Guard on gosh. it. Of course, she's still wearing the yeah. In Garin's dreams. Yeah. Yep. That's that's terrifying. What just happened, Garin? For why did thou blow the accursed object? Uh, it, didn't you see the race? It, it must have been something to do with the dream. Garen, are you okay? I know it's pretty bad. No, less I'm not. Yeah. Jack will creep up. Garen will actually flinch. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, it, it wasn't real. If it was kind of real, it was in the past. Tis Carsabon's foul magics. Garen's not saying anything. Yeah, Garen, sit down. Yeah, I'll pour him a drink. Yeah. He's just holding the drink in his hand. And Leori will sort of get the spike chain, put the spike in it, and then um, use her other hand instead. And there... Then pat you gently on the shoulder, like I'm totally unfamiliar with half this Would thou speak of thy ordeal? I fell. It's possible. Yeah, it's a it's a thing that can happen to paladins. They do the wrong thing. But you didn't do the wrong thing in the real world. It was just a nightmare. Karen's still quiet. <laughs> it's like when your when your mom and dad get sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. For sooth gadlings, mayhap Karen needeth the salve of time. And I'm basically, let's just let's yeah. give him a moment. <laughs> yeah, alright. Yeah, so, even Grandpa is feeling a little under. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let, yeah, alright. Well, no, I'm, I'm old and grumpy and I know sometimes you just need space. Yeah, alright. Let's, let, let's, let's say goodbye to the dragon and let's say goodbye to Valsham and sort out this vexed horde business. And, okay, so, and at that point we do the rest of the scene, which Garen wasn't much of a participant in, which worked perfectly because he's literally just <laughs> sitting there like a zombie yeah. holding this drink. <laughs> Let's negotiate for and the board. No, no, no he's not drinking. Yeah, it. it's the picture of a dwarf in bad mental shape. Yeah. He's holding he's alcohol those, and he's not drinking. drinking. <laughs> All right, and then I think after Belshalom has finally left, we're going to sort of steer Garen yeah. back to the um, back to the ballroom because. Yeah. We, we actually want to go there and dump all our treasure out of the bags of holding so we can give them yeah. to Belsharam. So we've yeah. got kind of, we've got Seal keeping an eye on Garen, yeah. give Belsharam the bags of holding, we say goodbye to him, and we, and then we come back and there's a bunch of treasure and Seol and Garen, and Garen is not the, and Seol is not the quieter of the two. And when you leave, when you go to take Garen back to the ballroom, he doesn't resist, but when he gets up, he slowly pours the alcohol out of the mug and then just drops the mug. Yeah. And Seol will very much, you know, just ask, did something happen? Oh, he saw something. 
my condolences. Just um, sit with them a little bit. We've got to say farewell to Balstrom and give him some, and we're trading him for some stuff and so on. And then we'll come back and um, by then we'll have figured out a plan. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're all, so we're all in the ballroom, hordes of treasure. So, So how do we snap him out of it? Do we like, well, normally, like, he's an, I'm he's gonna, a yeah. normally alcohol does it. Yeah, well, it's clearly very bad, isn't it? Because the alcohol didn't work. Look, then, uh, <clears throat> I noticed well, the worst all <clears throat> dreaming of uh, dreamless slumber. However, I fear Garin needs most of all in this hour of his greatest ignominy is a vigil. A vigil? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh man, I re- But we have to fight Casavon tomorrow. I need my eight hours. Do we have any illusions that last a long time? I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to have a pretend. I'm not going to have a pretend vigil. That would just be wrong. I mean, I don't want to do a vigil, but I would do it for Garen, even though mm-hmm. I really don't want do to. Do you have an illusion that will last like twelve hours? We've we have all become used to fighting such monstrosities upon half our spells. Surely, we can take some time. And give that time generously to our gathering. I think that's a good... I really don't want to, but I think that's a good idea, Elagos. A vigil is... Uh, that's the thing that Garin does, and I hate vigils, and I will do this for Garin. I mean, I, I don't know anything about Serenic. Serenic? Serenirayans? Serenirayans? Yeah, it's, it's the word for Serenirayan. Serenirayan vigils. But, uh, I mean, I... If you tell me what to do, I can we'll, do we'll, we'll get Lu- Lucy, you've done one. Tell us how to do it, and we'll all do it. <laughs> There's a lot of kneeling and praying, and kneeling and praying. But I have a great knowledge, and as I'm sure to see all, of the intricacies of Sarah and Ray and meditation techniques. All right. Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to give up our night's sleep and our spells. Full guard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and everyone comes, and, and everyone I made them do it for you. A party line, Mitchell. All right, and, and Garen's just sitting there all saying, "Okay, Garen, here's what we're going to do. We're all going to have a vigil together." Still not saying. Oh, okay. If that, uh, that well, I kind of imagine out of character during the night, us all praying. Yeah, so we come and we come and kneel like this, right? Yeah. Um, I, I imagine you, that we we have like a, an illusion of the sun up above us, mm-hmm. or something like that. That's what I was thinking. The illusions. Now I'm not going to use any more spells. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I'm gonna recite the prayers of Saren Ray, and yeah, and I'm going to get you to dig out a book with the prayers of Saren Ray yeah. in it, so that I can yeah. read them out of the book. Yeah. Well, they're all sitting here because they're not in the bag. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to get you to point me at the right one. Yeah. And I kind of imagine, because we're only sacrificing half our spells, that we're sleeping in ships. Makes sense. Yeah. I'll, I'll sing some Saren Ray songs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
This will be educational for everyone. So, what, this is going to go on for some hours. This yeah. is hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. Cool way of being introduced to During the night, yeah. he's not going to say anything. And those of us with the higher perception checks <laughs> will notice he's not actually blinking that much. <laughs> but come the dawn, <laughs> I see with thinking holes, Garin will nod. You will stand up and you'll say, Alright, lads and lasses. I'm not a dwarf of many words. I'd like to thank you for spending the night with me in my darkest hour. Once we're through with this place, I'll be spending some time in the Cinderlands. I will be then improving my weapon. And then when the time comes, I am nailing that lizard's non-existent heart to a wall. He's saying it in a dead pad, but Mm. this is the absolutely angriest you've ever seen, Garen. This is scary. Yep. Oh, Garen, hurrah! Says the person who says the person who has very little sense motive, but lives in this world. I, I think yeah. I can sense through all the motive and it's it's your it's like Yeah. So the one who has sense motive. Yeah, yeah. I sense through the motive, I'm going, oh shit. Yeah. You're not sensing Garen is one step away from becoming a barbarian class. Yeah. <laughs> and um Jack doesn't seem intimidated by the Jack was really whipped out by the silence, but she doesn't seem intimidated at all by the murderous fury. That's the stuff. We'll all be right there with you when you do it. Uh, thanks, lass. Okay. I assume if somebody will explain to a woman has fallen, a fallen pile oh. of Alright. Yeah, this, have... this place is really common to Karen. Uh, it yeah. really has. I feel he so wants to, He wants to solar beam this place from orbit. Did, did anyone else see that coming? No. <laughs> <laughs> see what coming? Virtual. <laughs> Surprise virtual. Oh. It was all like, how nice. I <laughs> I have made the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> yes. <Last>. Faith demands <laughs> sacrifice. Yeah. Oh. I know, right? I know, it's so painful. But I was like, what's the great response to this? Yeah, no, it, it, it's, yeah. The, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, Besides, no, I was all, oh, we have to give Belshalam a fair share of his hoard. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, tip for tat. I made you give up hoard. Oh, I'm glad I all played that right. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we can't prepare, you can't prepare Lisa Plain or Ally. Yeah, it's a, it's a um, cleric. Oh, right. And with, without sleeping? Yeah, the clerics don't have a problem. Yeah. They don't have to sleep through the night? No, no that's what we've been doing. They just need to pray at a um, correct time of day. Right. Which conveniently is in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, a, a cleric does not need um, the rest to regain their spells. It's yeah. an arcane caster that needs that. Yeah, oh. so theoretically me <laughs> was going to be the one, the first time since I've been here that I have full spells. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, we I feel it. bad that the narrative compelled me. Yeah, well, no, I think that it was the narratively right thing to do, and it's a genuine sacrifice that Jack is making. Yeah. I would like to point out, if we're not going to be searching the castle, no one says we can't just have our eight hours sleep in the morning. That's what I was going to suggest, we could have it later on in the morning. I, I think it's the GM's call, because I'm good to say we just need to get on and fight Castle Vaughn, because that way it's the dramatic sacrifice thing. thing. Yeah. So you need. I just needed to have a, a meeple. I've, I've done meepling now. You need the clerics to have a plane ship prepared. You only need one plane ship and yeah. everyone leaves. Yeah. But to be honest, like Seol and Leori would both prepare one and probably um, yeah. suggest Elagos does as well. Just because if one of you gets. Like if Elagos prepares one and then he dies, you're all fucked if the whole thing. Yeah, I think we should have three plane ships. So can we just talk briefly in meta about what our next objective is? Yeah. Because my money is. We get up in the morning, having not had any sleep, and we go fight Castle Vaughn, and then we get the hell out of this castle without doing any more exploring. So we're going to yeah. be breaking, well, breaking the chain. We all got a little bit of sleep because um, we we got to break the chain first, then because we've got yeah. one more chain to break. Yeah, but we can break the chain while we yeah. fight Castle Vaughn. Yeah, so, I agree. I think so. Go, go ahead. So I have I have several thoughts for this. Yeah, um, one of which is. Um, you could indeed actually just sit around for the day, um, which gives Casabon some flexibility to do things back, but he's only got so much flexibility in the first place. Yeah. Um, or you can buy the no less dramatic thing and press on hard, um, at which point I'll look at giving people hero points or not, depending on how screwed they are by this. Yeah. I suspect the answer is probably not, because I don't think you're all that screwed. No, I don't think so. I think... I'd be kind of inclined to go with that because I think it's the narratively dramatic version. Yeah. While we could technically just rest during the day and counteract our sacrifice, at that point it's it's not super sacrificing. Mm. Um, I'm probably going to get a vision between us and Casabon. Yeah, but yeah, um, and I figure if if you happen to not be here, then I will have Elgos staggers go as gods above, yeah. and then we'll flash back to it later. Mm. But I feel like that's got a certain amount of dramatic impetus because, mm. like. As we march off to confront Carson Horn, it's kind of like we're ready to do this now. Yeah. We've done everything. We've got all the resources. And it's like, all right, if I can stop Elagos, I can stop them all. I'm going to throw everything I've got at this last-dish effort to stop them. The person I know the most of it And then Elagos has to sort of like, all right, everybody else got to go crash, but I just have to fight through this because we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, also I have a lot of fighting Carson Horn baggage. Yeah. So... Um, we'll do the actual mechanics of what happens when you sleep and spell prep and blah, yep. blah, blah, uh, next time. Yep. Uh, I'll give you, as you're looking at your meta plans, um, now that uh, you can... Now that you can, like, sense a signal through the castle again, um, detect evil works again, um, detect undention work again, if you desire to care, although you probably possibly don't care anymore. Um, Leol and... Uh, Seol and Leori can both feel something calling to them when they wake up in the morning, calling strongly to them. Uh, they won't leave without going to the Star Tower first. Oh, oh yeah, I and forgot you, about that. if you refuse to accompany them, then they will go themselves. Yeah, I think um, we should go there. They can feel Asmodeus calling them. Yeah, you know, I forgot about that one. Okay, I think we should do that one thing. <laughs> Which I will um, verbalise and put into a second yeah, yeah, later. But, but effectively... Uh, they are going to do that. And you are not actually compelled to go with them. They yeah. can sort it out amongst I themselves. But then it. you yeah. don't... Um, yeah, but I, think, I feel like that would be kind of lame after they've accompanied us on every mission mm. for us to just ditch them. Yeah. 
Also, I think it could be a nice conclusion to whether or not Leori's going to stick with Asmodeus or yeah, not, yeah, encountering yeah. the Asmodeus but, Yeah, but that is effectively something that um, uh, that is in Scarwall that if you'd gone to explore earlier, then the other one simply turns up when you get there and see all turns up and says, I, I felt Asmodeus calling me to this place. You know, I need to be here when you do this. So I've, I've appeared, because that's how clerics work sometimes. <laughs> um, as you haven't discovered it and, and are on your way out of Skullwall, they feel it calling and yep. are compelled to go towards the light. Well, yep. plus they don't have the uh, background interference from the castle yeah, anymore. Yeah. Now, so they, we'll, now they find out we'll, the light we'll is actually just the, a so, so next session we'll do the resolution of the night's sleep, go do the Brotherhood of Bones missions and then Asmodeus, and somewhere along the way Elagos' vision will crash in as Castlevon yeah. attempts to stop us from defeating him. Yeah. Maybe while in the middle of the sentence of him going, wow, it's so great that I haven't had a vision. Oh, great. Or, or possibly <laughs> like in the throne room when we're confronting Castlevon. Oh, God. <laughs> great timing. That, that would doubtlessly be the best time to actually do it. But I'd, I, I probably wouldn't narratively because we wouldn't, we wouldn't want to cut into it. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily want to do all the ending, then you leave Scarwall, then we cut back to what Alagos was doing. No. So, but I can see sort of as we walk, you know, nothing stops us now from defeating Carson while we're on the way to do it. Yeah, also, and then, go as we're going down the corridor, flashback. There's as much of a percentage for Carson of I will throw my shadows against Alagos and, you know, he will succumb to his nightmare and then they will slay him and then I'll have another anchor. So yep. I'll be safe. And oh! So, mm, yeah. yeah, see? Even that's, one of Carson anchors. That's, that's Disturbing. One of, that's one of the points of this exercise. Mm. Is he's, he's feeding on your suffering and pain. So did people... And so Anyway, so... Um, that is that there. You you go to... You prepare for tomorrow to accost Carson Castlebond's spirit oh, yeah. shard in his lair. Thanks. And defeat him and put it into Skullwall once and for all. But first, what calls from the Star Tower and what nightmares lurk in Elagos's past or future? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs>